If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. So much larger than life. Yeah. Launch timers. I'm on my way. I'm making it. This is the Matt Thomas Show. Twelve oh one in H Town. What's happening, Lunch Timers? Good afternoon to you, and welcome. To a Thursday edition of the Matt Thomas Show here on Sports Talk 790. It is our final one together as Ross is going to take tomorrow off because he has to pregame for the big game. Would that be fair to say? you gotta got to get um, properly uh, hydrated because uh, you're going to be consuming a few beverages when you go to New Orleans to take see your beloved Longhorns take on the Washington Huskies. Yes, I am, Matt. Uh, make sure you bring backup shoes because you will get dirt and muck on Bourbon Street, so I'm going to yes. get all my type of New Orleans things ripped and ready to go. Uh, I'm going to try to get there early enough to make it to the World War II Museum, and then the partying starts. And then you're going to take some penicillin shots to take care of any other things that may happen well, when you're in New that's, Orleans. Well, I'm probably not going to go to the Ricks on Bourbon. Ooh. Which one? There's like ten of them, I think. May I tell a New Orleans story? Yes! I don't think I've ever told this before, but you know what? We're an open, we're a family here on the show. So I just turned 21, and we went to New Orleans, and uh, we had never gone to Bourbon Street before, and so the beverages were flowing, and you know, when you're 21, you typically tend to overconsume, and they're, they were cheap at the time. They're not real expensive now, but they were certainly very cheap back then, and so as the beverages were flowing through my pores and my veins... Uh, we saw this place that said, come check out this orgy. Hmm. Yeah. You, it, it, it says, well, at least that I've seen, it says live sex show. Yeah, but I think the word orgy was on the, was on the, mm-hmm. was on the And that's really, I'm on my way to Bible study, so I don't, I don't go in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I the reason why I'm bringing this up, because I know you would never partake in such a Of course place. not. So... 21-year-old Matt Thomas and his fellow 21-year-old buddy said, you know, why not? I mean, we're young, we're stupid, we're not married, we're not dating anybody. I mean, Lord knows I wasn't looking like I was approachable for dating material. So I went in there, and you know what an orgy is in New Orleans on Bourbon Street? What is it, Matt? It's multiple women dancing on one table. Ah. They got you with, like, a, a, a dictionary definition of the term? A what? What did you say? Dictionary definition. Okay, they said something else. Okay. Yeah, they got me. I'm sorry to hear that, Matt. And that's my New Orleans story. Oh, thank you. Now I keep it really close. I (laughs) to the vest. I go to the casino. I go have a good meal. Mm -hmm. I will. uh, And occasional yeet. You and I are in the Crystal Burger at 2 a.m. Yes, and you and I have done that many times. By the way, this is our final show of you and me together for the 13th year. Has it really been that long? Yeah, it kind start of feel, year, yeah, it feels like start 25. year 14 next Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at some photos of you. You have really aged. Thank and you. And maybe it's my fault. 
Uh, I feel like one does age a lot going from, what was I, 20, 26 to 29, 39? For, yeah, right, right. That's really the heart of where you're aging, right? Yeah. Especially dealing with you every day. That is actually accurate. I started this show when I was You look 30. the same. I don't know I if that's good or bad. The same. I, I think it's good. I'm actually happy that I'm not aged okay, that much. Okay, good. I started the show when I was uh, 38. Uh-huh. And now I'm in my early 50s. And um, like I said, uh, I don't have any gray hair because I've got no hair. So mm-hmm. that, that kind of helps. you got this mane still going. Yes. And that's the reason why the, those grays are popping it up. It is very off, gray, think. yeah. All right. Let's talk about the show today because this is our final one of the year. Uh, tomorrow, Ryan Hollins is going to fill in for you. Wow. Which, uh, I'm excited about that. Cool. Um, and this is also Connor's last show with us this year because he's going to uh, Dallas uh, for the big bowl game coming and He's up, going so. to the Cotton Bowl. Classic. Cotton Bowl classic. Don't get confused. That's what they call it, yeah. Yeah. Because it's don't go the Cotton the, Bowl. I wouldn't yeah. go to the Cotton Bowl, yeah, especially. Don't show the Cotton Bowl, Connor. Yeah. For many reasons. <laughs> Not a great part of town, to be honest with you. Hey, I love it over there. But I'm when biased. Have you gone, when have you gone to the Cotton Bowl during non-Cotton Bowl times? Uh, you mean, yeah, during OU Texas. Never? Or maybe I've been to the State Fair when the game wasn't going on, but I don't think so. Okay. I'm just telling you, run by South Dallas today, and you'll be like, I don't think this is a good idea. By the way, I'm, speaking of Dallas, I'm watching some of this SMU Boston College Fenway Bowl game right now. Okay. This is a massive loss for both programs. Now, Boston didn't travel. But imagine you're Dallas and you're SMU and you get to go to a bowl game and you're like, where you're are we going to go? You're ranked, you're 11-2. We're going to go to Miami. We're going to go to Phoenix. We'll go to, I don't know, Tucson. Maybe, you go to, uh, maybe we'll stay in state, go to the Alamo Bowl. No, we're going to go to Fenway Park. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. When are we going to go? We're going to play a game in late December in Boston, Massachusetts. Ugh. It looks absolutely miserable. Now, the weather has subsided a little bit, but it was raining earlier on. But there's like a thousand people in the stands. If I'm SMU, I kind of say thanks, but no thanks. I mean, you know, you're not really. I know say you're no. not really going to say that. You get a payout, right? Yeah, but you wind up having the you wind up losing money in the deal because my those bowl games. What do they pay about seven fifty? I think somewhere in that probably range. the little ones, maybe more or more. I don't know. They changed a lot of the the, the payout structures once. A lot of they got a lot of the corruption out of these bowl games. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the payout is, but back in the day, like ten years ago, seven fifty was the payout. You had to use that. You had to buy a certain number of tickets. They they put you on the hook for like eight thousand tickets. So if you didn't sell your eight thousand tickets, yeah, it was a scam. You had to pay that, and then you have to pay your travel, all your travel expenses, plus the ban. I mean, many times a team that goes to a bowl game that pays less than a million dollars loses money on the deal. Oh, by the way, you got to share it with the rest of the teams in your league, too. Even the teams that don't go. They put it in a big pie. This is the Wasabi Fenway Bowl? Like the, the, the spicy stuff when you get sushi? I didn't realize they put a sponsor to it. Hmm. No, I think it's just a condiment. So a condiment gets a yeah. bowl game? <laughs> I think so. You know what? When Let's is... all celebrate Wasabi. I love it. When is the salt and pepper bowl? <laughs> well, they had the mayonnaise bowl. Yeah, but that's by, that's a corporate partner on that one. By that's the way, true. that partner, which uh, uh, we were talking about this at the Rockets game last night for the game. I, you know, I do like mayonnaise. I don't love it. I like it, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll enjoy it. Uh-huh. That mayonnaise, which it will not get a mention. Let's just say it rhymes with mooks. Okay, is the be- is the best mayonnaise out there. Oh, okay, I'll it's take better than for a it. it's better than a Dirichlet Bip, if you mm. will, or a Melons. 
<laughs> what? Melons? <laughs> I was going to say Melmans, but that's too close. Yeah. That's Melshins? Yeah, you, we, we get the drift. We get the drift. All right. Radio show today. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I think we get the drift. Uh, 120 this afternoon. Our buddy Softy from KJR Seattle is going to join the show. Wonderful. And I, I, I mean, honestly, I can't imagine you, you guys, first of all, you're not going to get in a fight. You hardly know each other. Uh, oh, we're not? Okay, I mean, if good. you want to. No, I don't really want to. But I want you to have an intellectual conversation. Well, forget it. I want you to have some sort of conversation with Softy about his Washington Huskies. He is a diehard. He tweets more about the Huskies than he does about any other Seattle team. And you still follow him? I mean... I mean, I thought about muting, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I, you know what? I, I've, I've done a lot of muting. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not done blocking. I'm ready to continue to do that trend going. I'm ready to unfollow. I'm ready to cleanse the old Twitter account. Get it down to the people I really like. Mm-hmm. I would say of the 500 people I follow, probably close to half are muted. Yeah, that's probably the easiest thing to do. It's, it's the, it's the nicest way to be mean, but then not know that you're being mean. Mm-hmm. I can tell when I'm being muted because there'll be some stuff I'll put out there that I'm trying to, like, see if someone that will bite on it, and I know that person's just not following it. Mm, really? Yeah. Wait, is this me? No. I don't have you muted, Matt. I don't think, at least today. So Softy's going to join us. Season finale of the Dr. Roto segment coming up at 1.30 this afternoon. Ross, unfortunately, is playing for the championship. Why, unfortunately? You should be happy for me. Well, again, is this going to help me get a better breakfast out of this from you? Uh, pr- no. All right. When are we doing that, by the way? I uh, need to pay off all my debts. When I'm you about to owe you some chips. I'm about to owe you. I'm about to owe you two lunches, I think. Unless Damian, yeah. P- you think Damian Pierce can get 800 yards in the next two games? And it doesn't count all purpose, by the way. You <laughs> asked for that yesterday. We got a ruling, and the ruling was hell all no. purpose. Yeah, I, I should get those 98 uh, return yards. No, you'll get none of those in like it. Uh, and then at uh, two two a twenty today, we will announce our D of the year. By the way, if you still want to vote, you've got a little bit more time. If you go to my Twitter account, at SportsMT, make your vote heard on the D of the year. There are four very worthwhile candidates, and we'll announce that coming up at 2.20 this afternoon. Final edition of I Just Don't Get It for 2.30, and then the best of Believe It or Not for 2023 is at 2.50 this afternoon. So we've got a very busy show coming up. Jam-packed. We want you guys to join us at uh, 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Ross, I didn't realize it was Eric Gordon Appreciation Night at uh, the Toda Center last night. My yes. goodness. He was hitting them from all over the place. And he got a montage, too. Yeah, but everybody gets a montage. Not everybody. Well, that's true. Who did, who needed a montage and didn't get one? Uh, uh, I feel well, like Westbrook the... got one. Harden got one. Yeah, Westbrook. PJ got one. Gordon got one. Clint Capella got one. I th- they did Harden twice, right? Oh, they've done him from every uniform he's been in, yeah. Because <laughs> he, uh, he's changing teams a lot lately. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who, who, who would be a funny joke that would not deserve one that, um, that has been a former Rocket? Uh, oh, Garrison Matthews didn't get one when the Hawks were oh, in town man, last week. Oh, he didn't? No. Gary Bird himself? I know. So I went to Eric Gordon before the game, and I saw him on the court, and I said, Hey, I hope they boo you here like they boo you in New Orleans. You said that? What did he say? He said, your head's still big. I'm like, oh. okay, thanks. That's funny. He's always making fun of the size of my cranium for some reason. Mm, he's got a bigger head than you do. I wasn't going to tell him that. <laughs> okay. Because apparently, I, I, whatever I said, lifted him off to 21 first-half points and all those three-pointers he was bombing. Yeah, can you explain to me how the Suns are 500? They looked incredible last night. I told their TV announcer yesterday, I said, 
first of all, how the hell are you 500? I said, second of all, if you get Bradley Beal back, you guys are going to win the West. They're the best team. They really are. Mm-hmm. Durant and uh, Nurkic in the low block. Booker. And Booker and Gordon and Beal and this uh, Adoka Azabuke coming off the bench scoring doubles. I mean, people I never even heard of before that were doing some big things. Yeah. The Rockets struggled for sure. That was. Did you put on tour? Were you the one that said that was the first time you thought they were overmatched from the start? Yes. Yeah, I kind of felt that too. I'm not like overmatched, but I felt but like it that just was... felt like they're just not coming back in this one. This one's over. You yeah, know what I'm they saying? just you know the Rockets didn't have any juice last night. They didn't. It just it, even like even games against like the Bucks or the Nuggets. You're like, you know what? Okay, maybe the other team's a little better, but they can hang with these these guys. That not last night. I was like, they cannot hang with these guys. It's not even it, it, they're getting blown off the floor. And my question was again. Who the hell can hang with this team if they're playing, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? But they've had some fourth-quarter meltdowns. They've had their injury concerns of their own. Um, but Durant was like, I got one point after one quarter. We're up like double digits. I'm like, damn, this Phoenix team could be good. Yeah. Yeah, they were really good last night. All right, 713-212-5790. Ross, this is our final day of the show. Uh, would you like to make some New Year's resolutions New Year's sports resolutions. Yeah, New already, Year's sports resolutions. Yeah, yeah, I already told you one. I'm going to try to pay more attention mid-segments. Sometimes uh, my my focus drifts because I, I just have bad attention span. Uh, I'm going to try to be better, Matt. No, I don't want you to change a thing. <laughs> it's, we've, been, we've been doing this for 13 years. I'm used to it now. I don't want something changed. <laughs> I want you to dial in and out of the show when it came. No, and it's harder to do when you're on location. I know, I know. You're not going to see me much in the second half of the year. Do you see how our road game schedule we got coming up? Oh, the second half of the Rockets year. Yeah. Oh, I was oh like, what's January we're, coming up? We're never home. We're okay. never home. Well, that's because you've had two mammoth seven-game homestands in the first half of the season. So far, we're 0-2 in this one. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. 713-212-5790. If you have a New Year's sports resolution, let us know what it's going to be. Ross and I will run through some of ours. Andre Johnson makes it to the final list of the Hall of Fame nominees. Is this year he gets in? Also, uh, the Texans are back on the practice field. C.J. Stroud is out there working, so looks like he is going to be closer and closer to being named the starter for Sunday's game against the Tennessee Titans. And uh, what else is going on in the world of sports? I'm trying to think, anything baseball related? Not really. We mentioned the Rockets, college football. Oh, did you go to the Aggies uh, Oklahoma State game? The Thomas household um, wasn't particularly happy when he got home about twelve fifteen this morning. So. But I said, Jake, I told Peyton, I said, Peyton, this is a good game. You guys are close. Yeah, the scoreboard doesn't really indicate how dominant Oklahoma State was. I said, oh, come on now. You lost your quarterback on the, like, the first play of the game, I thought. So, Aggie fans, you're going to be in good shape. you got a new coach. 713-212-5790. If you have a New Year's sports resolution, we want to hear from you today. 713-212-5790. More Matt Thomas now on Sports Talk 790. Twelve twenty, Sports Talk seven ninety. Matt Thomas show with you. Ross, Matt, Connor, all together for the last time this year. Tomorrow, Trey's in as uh, Connor heads up to Dallas to uh, go looking for the special lady in his life. Uh, no, he's I, spoken for. Remember? Oh, that's right. He's spoken for. His buddies are going to go for that special somebody. Okay, I got you. We need a full report, by the way. So Tuesday will be the day we all come back together. And oh, actually, that's not true because you're gone. Tuesday and Wednesday next that week. That is right? correct. 
You know what? You you know you get vacation time, thus you must take it. So I, I I will not belabor that point from you. I mean, the game's the night of the first. I'll be traveling back at the second, and I need to to rest and recover on the third, Matt. And are you in any hurry to get back on the second, or do you uh, you check out the, the, the Airbnb? I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I might be. Oh, is it is it Verbo or VRBO? I don't know. It doesn't matter. No free plugs, Matt. That's true. I've never stayed in one. Me either. But what's the difference between that and an Air, Airbnb? I think it's the same thing. It's just with uh, two companies. So basically, it's like Uber and uh, Lyft. Yeah. And Air... You know, I'll go ahead and say it. Airbnb sucks now. It used to be a good deal. It would be like people who have a second home. And now it's yeah. been all bought up by corporations who figured out that they can just go and, and buy up all this real estate and then rent it out and then make a bunch of money. And then they charge you ungodly fees and, uh, and cleaning fees and nightly. It's it's better normally unless the hotels are completely sold out like they are in New Orleans. It's better to get a hotel. That's a sad state of affairs. Yeah. It used to be something good and and better and more affordable, and then corporate America took it over and made it worse. Never seen that happen before. So basically, we're, the car companies that we use to get, pick us up are going to start charging us like taxi rates, basically soon. Uh, it could happen. Although Uber, yeah, Uber and Lyft. Oh, by the way, uh, there will be. Ne- I will be never using Uber Eats ever. My wife told the worst horror story from. When my daughter and her were up in uh, Dallas a couple, couple weeks ago, they had a terrible Uber Eats story, and they'll, they'll never get our money again. Oh, hell no. Well, didn't remember we had that art? It was a non, I think I used it as a non-Florida story maybe or something. It was like 24% of drivers admit to eating some of the food that they deliver. Yeah. yeah. By the way, new for 2024 uh, on the show, every Tuesday, once we all get back together, uh, we'll wait till you get back, Ross. We'll do the To Tell the Truth starring Connor where he'll give us three sports takes, and we have to guess which one he really believes. Okay. So that's coming up in 2024. Mm. Plus, Astro Spring training right around the corner. How about that? A couple months? Sounds and, great. And maybe a Texans playoff run? Mm, maybe. I mean, seriously. I First of all, if we're trying to predict these NFL games, could you have predicted every team that needed to win to worsen the Texans' chance didn't do it? So the Texans really, I mean, would have liked to have beaten Cleveland. It was never going to happen. But of all weekends to get their ass kicked by the, by a team, this was the one to do it because everybody else lost. Yes. I mean, everybody. Nobody gained ground. So why can't Carolina go to Jacksonville and beat the Jaguars, especially if uh, Trevor Lawrence is performing at like 35%? Practiced in, a, practiced in a limited fashion today, did Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Why can't uh, – who else do we need to lose? I mean, why can't – the Steelers can go to Seattle and get their butts beat by a couple touchdowns, right? Yes. The Colts can lose this week to Las Vegas. Las Vegas, they're playing hard for their new uh, interim coach. Yes, their defense has been a lot better, too. Yeah, really good. Pick sixes and defense and kick returns and whatnot. Yeah. So don't 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 shed uh, a little, uh, um, I wouldn't say, pa- uh, pessimism. You're, you're Battle Red Ross, Ross. I know. I'm, I'm the one that's optimistic. I said I, I don't have a team, so back. I'm not emotionally charged one way or the other, but I'm kind of rooting for you. you know, that's your team. It's been your team for a better part of about uh, 10 weeks. Yes. Let's go Texans. I would like to get the season sweep against the Titans on the year that they wear the Oilers gear. It'd be great. Yeah. What a, what a strange year it's been for me because when the, when the uniforms uh, announcement was made, I was, I mean, I was really, really upset. And then I was super upset going into the game, and then the Texans won the game in overtime. 
on a kick where the where the Titans acted like my owners when I was a kid. Yeah, they blew a 13-point lead. Classic Oilers. So I went from being so angry. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. And disappointed to complete indifference. If they if they warm every week next year, I wouldn't care. Because the Oilers team that I loved in more bad times than good are now not officially, I mean, they were dead. Now they're dead and buried. I don't even recognize that group. Yeah, it's sad. But we all have to move on. And you have Battle Red Ross. I have. I'm on to to Kirby. And I'm Independent Matt. That's great. I am for hire. Hmm. Why don't you go, uh, how about like the Saints or something? No, 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 no. No, they hit they hit on seventeens in New Orleans. I'm not betting. I'm not rooting for anything New Orleans. Oh, uh, that guy probably wasn't a Saints fan. Oh, really? You you bumping you a New Orleans resident, not a Saints fan? That's no chance. Two hundred dollars a hand, and he's and he's hitting on seventeens. Rossi, what the hell? Yeah, that's, that's tourist stuff, Matt. And it was like nine o'clock in the morning, so it had to be a local, correct? No, he's just partying hard. Wearing flannel, look like he brushed his teeth in a month. No, he's a New Orleans resident. Oh come on! What? How did you did you hear his that? You can always tell by the accent, Matt. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think he said a word. And I didn't he want he to didn't say a word. a word even when you walked off, stormed off, and screamed at the top no, of your I lungs. Was, I think he Are was you bleeping kidding me? I said, "Are you effing?" And I went. <laughs> I, I said the whole word. Hmm. And I did it my PA voice too. Really? You know, I you 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 a little like here's me talking right. Here's me doing play by play. Here's me doing PA. Are you for the road team? Yeah, the indifference one. You know, like oh. double down. Don't split those sixes against the ten. And he was split like a mother too. That's that was stuff I didn't really want to bring up. He was bad splitting all over the place. Oh, Ross, that's a New Year's resolution I have. Maybe I just need to. What I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start surveying the tables at these casinos I go to a little, a little longer. Not you know, not so quick to jump on a table to kind of see how the games are being played and who knows what they're doing and who doesn't. Because it's, it's adding to my stress level. Uh, I think the casino is going to kick you right out. I think you, they want you coaching people up. Even the even the basic strategy loses, but when they go, when you deviate from it, it's even worse. Okay. My next casino trip will be in Philadelphia coming up in a couple weeks. Oh, good luck. You packing heat? Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I've only been there once, and I was told by Rocket Security, come get – when you're ready to leave, we'll come pick you up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, no, it's not a great location. Now, we're going to be going during the daytime, so oh, okay, it's really bad. That's when I played with uh, a couple members of former Rockets, and they were betting about $1,300 a hand Ooh. on the blackjack table. Wow. Yeah. And then this, <laughs> you're putting out fifteen bucks. <laughs> I'm like, will you accept my ten dollar bets when this guy, when this ex player was betting thirteen hundred dollars a hand? Oh sure, come on in and sit down. Don't you so feel then, bad? Yeah. <laughs> so then this ex player, by the way, it's not Eric Gordon for those who don't know. Yeah, uh, it's this ex player. We, we took us to dinner, 
and he ordered all this food, and he had some women with him that were not his wife. <laughs> and so we're, we're sitting at the table with all this food, snow crab, steak, shrimp, um, 15 different side dishes, appetizers, desserts are on the way. He takes like two bites of his steaks like, I got to get back to the table. So he leaves us here, me and somebody else, with these women that we have no idea who they are, <laughs> where they're from. So this awkward conversation ensues. And then in the middle of this awkward conversation, she gets up and says, can you all bring me some doggy bags? She loads up the entire meal we had and put it in doggy bags and left to go back to her wherever she lived in Philadelphia. Well, that's good. You don't want it to go to waste, Matt. Yeah, but what if I wanted some more uh, scalloped potatoes? Oh, well, you better get some. Well, I didn't get any. <laughs> she she get, took them from me too early. Well, they got to get the bags out. You better put some on your plate. This also, this ex-player who shall remain nameless said, if you're going to bring a honey with you on the road, get her her own hotel room in case the wife wants to make a surprise <laughs> oh, visit. Gosh. She shows up and I'm like, okay, thanks for the advice, former Rocket player. Allegedly. No, he definitely was a former rocket. I can okay. tell you that for sure. There's no allegedly to it. But allegedly, this person was a rocket. Okay. okay. That's better. Well, allegedly, you should get to break. Yeah, okay. 1230. Yeah, we, we always hit our clock time. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be better about that in 2024 as well. Uh, that's what I like to hear. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Well, Andre Johnson finally get the call. We'll tell you about the nominees that are going. he's going to have to compete with to make it to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 1230, Sports Talk 790-713-212-5790. We had a listener send a, said, hey, I heard the bits D of the year was announced yesterday. No, that was the other show stealing our bit. Because that's what they like to do. The D of the year will be officially announced at 2.20 this afternoon. Sports Talk 790, 713-212-5790. CJ Stroud back on the practice field. Looking forward to seeing him finally clear that last hurdle so he can be named starting quarterback for the Texans Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, has the line moved much in that game, Ross? I've not paid a whole lot of attention to, this, to the uh, box. Vegas, it, folks. It's at five and a half. I want to say it opened up at three and a half. So I think the news that CJ Stroud was for sure coming back bumped it up a little bit. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, five and a half. I see the same thing as well. Uh, Colts, by the way, are three and a half point favorites at home to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. The Jacksonville Jaguars are six and a half point favorites over the Carolina Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Seattle game, Seattle's three-and-a-half-point favorite over Pittsburgh. And Bengals Chiefs, Kansas City is a full seven-point favorite over Cincinnati. Those are the games we'll be keeping an eye and an ear on uh, this weekend. All right, uh, Andre Johnson yesterday announced as a finalist for the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Gordy mentioned this earlier in his show. There are four players that can be picked up at minimum, no more than eight. Um, I've always said... It was going to be a hard, long path for Andre Johnson to get in. First of all, because of the position. Second of all, the offensive numbers have increased so much in the NFL in the last 30 years that what you did in 2006 is a lot different than what receivers did in 1976, 86, and even 1996. Thirdly, he played for a team that is the most... um, non-national cachet team in the NFL. I mean, among the bottom five, I should say, for sure. And then uh, lastly, the last. 
Yeah, they are last. I mean, even Carolina's got greater cachet because of the Super Bowl appearances and Cam Newton and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, uh, he never scored a 10-touchdown season ever in a single season while as a member of the Houston Texans. Now, Andre Johnson, I mean, even if you had... If you didn't watch every one of his games, Andre Johnson, in his prime, was one of the most dangerous threats to go to in the NFL. Uh, but, and there's no reason to guess because it's a voting procedure. It's you can't, you know, you can't, you don't spin a model and it tells you it's, he gets in or gets out. It's going to be, it's, it's, it's a subjective conversation about whether or not a guy gets in. And apparently, they have to all go to the Super Bowl and. Bunch of scruffy old reporters who are past their prime sit up there and say, "Well, I believe this person should get it. I believe it." You know what? I, I don't know how the procedure works if it still does it that way or not. Uh, Andre should get in. I just think it's going to take a lot longer than people want him to get in. But hopefully, with him getting into the final fifteen for the second consecutive year, that he remains still top of mind for a lot of folks. Because I think there's a lot of Texans fans, Ross, that would love to have him in as kind of a first. Uh, sign of we are more than just a team that happens to play football in Houston, Texas. Yeah, two other wide receivers are finalists: Tory Holt and Reggie Wayne. See, doesn't Tory Holt take advantage of the St. Louis Rams style of offense, where you have four uh, wides constantly? Yeah, um, I feel like wasn't Isaac Isaac Bruce was the best of that bunch, right? Mm-hmm. And Tory Holt, I mean, I guess I have to bring up the resume. It kind of feels like uh, on the cusp. What, let's see. I'm pulling it up. Seven-time Pro Bowl. That's a lot. That's as many as Andre. One-time right. All-Pro. Of course, a Super Bowl champion as well. Only an 11-year career. But he did have 8,000-plus yard seasons. 74 touchdowns. Ooh, man, that's... I, I, hmm. That's a pretty good resume. Better than you thought it was going to be when you said I, it. I think so, too. I think Reggie Wayne is the clear top of that bunch. But also, I mean, Reggie Wayne had the he had Peyton freaking Manning throwing to him his whole career, too. All right. Let's go through some of the list here of the nominees. And again, four can get in at minimum. Eight can get in at maximum. Devin Hester, one of the greatest special team players of all time. Out. To me. I, I just, okay. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. No, I, mean, it, I don't even. I don't even consider it. I'm sorry. I, I appreciate Devin Hester, but you're a return guy. You're on the field for like eight snaps a game. See, I don't know because that's of the of the mentality of should relievers be in the Hall of Fame in baseball, and they are. Yeah, and I think unless you're the I've well, this, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm consistent. I think unless you're basically Mariano Mariano Rivera, like okay. Billy Wagner. I'm sorry, Billy Wagner. I appreciate it. You are one of the best that wasn't good enough to be a starter. See, I do believe you can go in as a specialty player. You Especially, can. I mean, for instance, when I think of the guys, and I've watched baseball since I was about seven or eight years old. When I think of the all-time greats, I don't even know if every one of the names I'm about to mention are in the pro, uh, in the major league baseball. Not major league. It's the. Uh, it's just the baseball hall of fame. I think of Mariano Rivera. I think of Goose Gossage. I think of Raleigh Fingers. Trevor Hoffman, maybe. Trevor Hoffman, I think, in that mix as well. Um, that's a very short list. Now, would I say that that group is way smaller than everyday first basemen or everyday outfielders or starting pitchers that go every fifth day? Yeah, of course I would say that. But I do believe there is room if you are a specialist at something and you are, I mean, for instance, 
I see. I saw Devin Hester more than I ever thought I would because when in, when I was in Minnesota, you know, they play the Bears twice a year, so I would see him, and they would always put a lot of Bears games on in Minneapolis when the Vikings weren't playing. I'm telling you, for about a five year stretch, and I don't know how long the stretch was, but it felt like to me every time I put a Chicago Bears game on, he was either returning a kick for a touchdown, returning a punt, or setting up his team at the seven yard line for that. Milk toast offense Chicago had for a better part of twenty years. I believe when I think Devin Hester, I think one of the greatest returners in the history of the sport. Thus, he should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay, but I I, I just feel it's like it's different. It's different than a kicker or a punter. Like kickers or punters, there are roster spots simply for kickers or punters. There's not a roster spot, and normally just for somebody, a guy who returns and then can hardly play. I just mean to me, no. I, I, okay. I just he's well. Know, that's I, what, we're in the room together arguing about this. Yeah. So that's that's funny. That's funny that you bring that up. All right, uh, Darren Woodson. Um, can I say incom- indifferent on this one? Uh, I, I sure. Darren Woodson, Rodney Harrison. I would say. I would say on the. No. I would say both of those guys pretty close. Eric Allen. Mm. Patrick Willis wasn't his career cut short by injuries. Well, he retired. Right, he retired young. But Patrick Willis was basically the greatest, along with like Luke Keekley or whoever, like the greatest middle linebacker of his era. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Did you do you need more long uh, longevity? I don't know if I do or not. I don't know. I don't know. Again, these are all. This is this is the the the, the charm of the of the voting is it's subjective. Jared Allen, really good career in Kansas City, got into some problems with booze, and became was able to fix his career and really do well in Minnesota. Hundred thirty six sacks. I don't know if he's got enough national cachet or not. I don't know. You don't necessarily need that. See, here are two guys that I think get in. I think Dwight Freeney gets in. I think Julius Peppers gets in. Yes and yes on those for me. Fred Taylor, I would say no. Yeah, I'm a no on Fred Taylor. It's close, though. If you look at his overall numbers, he's got great num- rushing numbers. And the three receivers that are in, in this group of 15, Torrey Holt, Audrey Johnson, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne of for the, sure. Reggie Wayne has the to most me. national cachet, was Peyton's favorite target for many, many years. I think Reggie Wayne gets in. Antonio Gates, we haven't mentioned. Antonio Gates gets in. I agree. He's all of the greatest. Yeah, one of the greatest tight ends. Yeah, battle injuries back half his career, but for about a six year stretch, he was your. He was what Travis Kelsey is right now. So it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really, 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 really tough. So we'll see. But I think of all the categories of all the different positions in the NFL, that's the hardest to get in early. I think it's a wide receiver spot. Look, and and I, I hate to use the Chris Carter example, but Chris Carter, now oh, he was a jerk. Man, people hated him too. <laughs> and and that, that that probably went a long way towards it. But Chris yeah. Carter uh, should, I mean, Terrell Owens, Hall of Famer. Well, people hated him too. People hated him too. But Marvin Harrison had to wait, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, there are some really good people at the wide receiver position that had to wait a very long time. So that's why I think that he was going to be all for a guy that didn't have the flashiest of stats compared to the other guys that he was going against, and he played a position where it takes longer to get in. 
I hope he gets in this year, but I feel like we this may not be the last time we're talking about a top 15 guy not getting in. Because, again, just because you're in top 15 is cool, but it's got to get narrowed down to a maximum of eight. Time is at 1244. It's a Matt Smith Show, 713-212-5790, 713-212-5790. We'll talk to our buddy Softy, KJR Seattle. In about 35 minutes, he's representing Washington. Ross represents the Texas Longhorns. Dr. Roto coming up in 45 as well. This is Sports Talk 790. Matt Thomas continues on, on Sports Talk 790. Again, if you have not voted for our D of the Year, go to my Twitter account. It's on the very top pinned tweet. Four nominees, Tegma slash DirecTV. Rangers general manager Chris Young, Titans owner Amy Strunk-Crunk, and uh, United slash Dark Breast for their meltdowns this past year in the travel world. 713-212-5790. If you want to get in, 713-212-5790. Again, those tweet votes are welcome at SportsMT on the Twitter account. Let's go to Thomas and El Campo at 1250 on the Matt Thomas Show. Thomas, how are things? Uh, good. Thank you for uh, taking my call. I have sure. a question about Jimbo Fisher. Was the firing of Jimbo Fisher justified by a even though they didn't win the Texas ACMO last night? I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. What was his question again? I couldn't understand him. I think he, like, m- missed part of the sentence. Yeah. I'm going to. I, I'm, I'm going to assume he said, were they justified in firing him after the performance in the bowl game yesterday? I think is what he said. Again, I think he missed out. He missed half of the of the verb and the noun. Mm. Well, here's the thing. And my sons and I were talking about this uh, yesterday. What if the Aggies next year go seven and five, Ross, with the new coach? Uh, what do you mean? They run it back with it. They're not going to fire Mike Elko. But I mean, you give him a couple years. If Jimbo goes seven and five, what do they do in Aggieland? Giving him extension? No, you know better than that. They would be all over him. Yeah. You know, you, so you know, Elko gets, it's crazy about how college football works. You get a free pass oh, yeah. in your first year if you're seven and five. Yeah, there's a honeymoon period for sure. But if you are in year six and you're going seven and five, they want, they want you in a rotisserie oven. In a yes. rotisserie oven. Yeah, they're, they're out for blood. It's like the same thing will happen for Willie Fritz. If, if the Cougars next year in the Big 12 go 6-6, six and six, we go to a bowl game, it's, hey, Willie's got us on track. Dana was to go 6-6, six and six, not so much. Yes. You get a pass the first year, maybe even sometime the second year, depending on if there's a, there's a global pandemic going on or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Are you, by the way, you're, do you think your squad is now, you know, we always tease about Texas is back. So let's not use that exact term. <laughs> I'm not saying they're back. I'm just. I'm. You will not hear me say they're back unless so, they're lifting the college football playoff trophy. So anything short of that is is they're not back. I, right, not all the way back. But see, in my opinion, and not that mine matters, but I'm just going to say it. You make the final four of the college football playoff. Now next year it's expanded a lot larger, but still, if you get to the final four, that means you are something special. Yeah, this has been a so the Tom season. Herman a firing, season, yeah. the Tom Herman firing, the Sarkeesian hiring, as controversial. I wouldn't say it was controversial. But there were some raised eyebrows. Put it that way. Was worth it. 
it was a bit of a surprise with Tom Herman when it happened. He they they went seven and three in a pandemic year when he was fired. Yeah, but at the end of the day, look where you are now. You are in the final four of a college football tournament. You are two victories away from a national championship. If you if you're a Texas fan, you can't say squat about Steve Sarkisian. He's got you there. This is the most optimistic I've been about the long-term health of the program probably in 15 years because it's not even that they're winning and, and because th- things could have turned on their head, right? They could have lost that game to Kansas State. They could have lost the game to Houston. They could have lost some other games as well. Things went right. their way, but that's everybody. You know, Alabama could have lost to uh, Auburn, et cetera, et cetera. So, it, it, but the, the re- results that I'm seeing, with the recruiting finishing third in back-to-back years behind only Alabama and, and Georgia in both of those years, unfortunately. But you're up there with those big dogs. And the fact that I, I do believe that the players are being developed well. And Steve Sarkeesian is a great play caller. I really love that. That's what. That's also the your, your off-the-field stuff is going well with recruiting. And on the field... With what I'm seeing from him and, and when he gets those tools and what he can work with, yeah. that to me says, uh, I think this team is going to be not winning the championship every year or anything like that, but I think they are going to be in the mix for the next several years as long as they keep getting good players, developing them. And then Steve Sarkeesian, who I think is one of the top play callers in the country, is is there and running this offense. I think they're going to be in a really good spot. Now, you know you have to compete next year in the SEC. Not necessarily win it, but I mean yeah, nine, ten wins. Yeah. Yeah, finish top 12, what you can do in that conference. Biscuit on the Matt Thomas Show. Biscuit, how are things? Hey, hey, happy happy New Year to you, fellas. I don't talk to you again. Same uh, to you. Let me, let me say this, uh, Ross. I watched a lot of college football this year for the first time in a while. I'm telling you what, man, them Longhorns jump off the screen, man. <laughs> they got some talent over there. Now, they don't always play up to their capabilities, in my mind. In a couple games, they had big leads and you turn the channel, turn back, and like, wait a minute, you know. But I think, to me, I think the Longhorns are going to take it. They got talent on both sides of the ball. And I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And, and to your point, I think Sarkeesian, I don't know who did, these are Herman's recruits or his recruits or whatever, but Sarkeesian, he, he has made a difference to the, for the Longhorns. So I, that's, let me get that out of the way. But I'll call Matt and Ross to argue with you, Ross, about Devin Hester. (laughs) You just said, Ross, that unless you're the Mario Rivera of it, you can't get in. Well, that's what Devin Hester is for returners. And and if you look at the list, to me, this is a down year. There's no no brainer on the list. So if it's ever going to be, you're going to put a punter in, a kicker in, somebody off the you know off the uh, script. This would be the year. And so I would say Hester, uh, the receivers is probably whoever's been out, been in the list the longest. So it's, you know, who's been waiting the longest, probably get in. I think Dwight Freeney over Jared Allen, and then probably one of the offensive linemen. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could very easily. Thanks, Biscuit, for the phone call. Yeah, I, um, and again, it's all subjective. It's all in a bunch of room with a bunch of stodgy uh, reporters that apparently think they can carry the, the flag for these particular players. But Devin Hester, to me, struck fear for a long period of time in every special teams coach and every special teams. 
Yeah, he did as a return man. And and, I mean, to me, it's it's such a normally when guys are on special teams, that means they're they're barely on the roster. And Devin Hester was on there. But I'm just pulling up all time return touchdowns. Devin Hester's number one with 20. Number two is Deion Sanders with 19, one of the best corners of all time. Rod Mm -hmm. Woodson was a position player. He has 17. Rondé Barber was a corner. He has 14. These are all guys who I would say are are, are position players, and, and I think all of them are in the Hall of Fame. Did Rondé Barber make it? No. I think. Oh, no, he didn't? Okay. I don't think so. Ed Reed, by the way, next with 13. Like, Devin Hester, that's that's great what he did, but 20 touchdowns in your in your entire career, and we're putting that's, you in the Hall to of me, Fame? That's a lot of that's a lot of touchdowns. That's a lot. That's it's, a lot. I mean, when you say 20, you're selling to me as... Just 20. I, when I hear twenty, it explodes off the page. Andre Johnson hardly, as far as compared to his peers, hardly has any. He has seventy, fifty more. But the positions are different. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're you're asking something different, and he was the greatest re- return man of all time. But it just it's not enough for me. To me, it's just a specialty role. How many? I wonder how many snaps he played in his NFL career. Well, towards the back half of his career, he was playing more receiver. He did play some receiver. And I think he has, I don't know, like 10 receiving touchdowns. I'll go look it up. Yeah. All right. Well, we can more. This is why it's good debate to on these types of things. Uh, second hour of the Matt Thomas Show starts in a matter of moments. We'll go to Seattle coming up in about 20 minutes from now to get the perspective of a Huskies fan, an ultimate Huskies fan. Plus, uh, we got some Texan updates. As CJ Stroud is back on the practice field. Kareem Jackson on the practice field for the first time for the Texans as well. So a lot to get to here between now and 3 o'clock. Dr. Roto in a half an hour here on Sports Talk 790. This is the Matt Thomas Show. It is the second hour of the Matt Thomas Show. We've got college football in the brain, fantasy football playoffs, the final week of the season for everybody, championship weekend, where I'm going to have to root for Cal's Rough Riders slightly over Wimby. S- slightly. Why is that? <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, it's it's like two unlikable teams. I got a I got a coin flip it on one of those bad boys. I would so. say okay, whatever. We'll see what happens. I'm slightly favored, fifty four to forty six. Well, we're gonna go to our breakfast place that we went to a few weeks ago. It's up to the fantasy gods. And I'm going to uh, order an extra stack of pancakes if you win. So well, those are big pancakes. Are you sure you make sure you can handle them, Maddie? I want to skip lunch. Yeah, that's good. Okay. All right, 713-212-5790, 713-212-5790 if you want to jump in on our conversation. Uh, if you've not voted for D of the Year, you've got about an hour and 15 minutes before that final vote tally is in. And we have a Just Don't Get It at 2.30. And then we have the best, believe it or not, which is, should be a piece of cake for Sports RV. He's going to take the 12 best ones that he thinks for the 2023 calendar year and give them to you as part of a chance to win some fantastic prizes here on the show. All right, uh, we mentioned C.J. Stroud back in practice today. We've got Kareem Jackson in the uniform today, uh, practicing with the boys. Texans remain a uh, sizable, I wouldn't say sizable, but a good a good favorite in the game against uh, Tennessee. Oh, do we know exactly what's going on with uh, TSE client Will Levis at this point? I think, is it an ankle injury, injury he's dealing with? I happen to have the injury report right in front oh, of me, my friends. <laughs> Check it out. All right. Let me see here. Will Levis listed as... Uh, I'm going to say questionable. Tanks. Just guessing. Uh, full participant Whoa, with the ankle. Oh, he's ready to go. 
could TSE client Will Levis cost the Texans a playoff spot? Well, you said he was going to throw over 250 in the last game. I don't think he did, did he? No. I think he was on a t- uh no, I don't think he did at all. Cuz he faced con- his offensive line was a hot mess. Hmm. Totally their fault, not everybody mm-hmm. else's. Totally their fault. Not they now he threw a pick and probably should have had like two, three more. Mm, that's cuz again the offensive line did oh, not give him okay, an opportunity right. to throw. Don't sleep on Thomas Sports Enterprise clients. Nah, I'm taking it. Sauce Gardner, I'm thriving in New York despite the team that's being bad. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm Dad- getting my melatonin. <laughs> You're the worst. You really are. <laughs> Eight touchdowns, four picks. I mean, he's had a couple of good games. Well, since the four-touchdown breakout, he's had four touchdowns and four picks in seven games. All right, real quick, we've got ten <laughs> seconds on this. What do you ultimately – is he a starting quarterback in the league five years from now? I don't know. Well, he could get guess. better. If I had to guess, I would say no. Because he's just a dime a dozen guy. I, I, he has his arm strength is incredible for sure. It is. Yeah. It, he, the, the ball placement needs improving. And unfortunately, that's one of the hardest things. As far as guys who had like really bad ball placement and improving, it's like the list is pretty short. It's like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts has improved a lot with it. And I'm not saying he was, I would say he's even more accurate than maybe Josh Allen was earlier in his career. So there's room for growth. Okay. Well, I got to stay true to my. Th- yeah, I, I mean, you, you yeah, have to die there's no the way hell. I can't back off of that now. <laughs> no, am I putting him in the Hall of Fame? No. Uh, it seems but like I think you five years from now, we're still talking about Will Levis. Okay. Oh, God. You want to write this one down? No, it's all right. We, can, we'll, we won't forget. He plays the Texans twice a year or will. So. All right. Uh, need a ruling, Ross. Okay. Uh, Florida State quarterback, Brock Glenn. Said the Seminoles should quote absolutely be considered national champions <laughs> if they end the season at the end of the season with the as the only undefeated Power Five team in college football. Let's go Bulldogs. Let's go. Glenn Take out said the, the prospect of raising a banner has been discussed among players, and he said the Seminoles remain focused on finishing off an undefeated season in the Orange Bowl in spite of a playoff snub and a host of bowl game opt-outs. Quote, the Orange Bowl is an awesome bowl, one of the best in the country, and we have a great opportunity in front of us playing Georgia. It's still a big game for us, and we're taking it serious. We're focused on the guys we have to hear. We're focused on the guys we have here to help us win the game. Have you seen the line on that game? I have not. I just looked it up, and I'm shocked. Just tell me, because I don't even want to guess. Minus 20. Georgia minus 20. How many opt-outs did Florida State have? They, I don't know. They must have had a lot. Is this real? Am I on the right website? You better go check it. Maybe there's a typographical <laughs> error. ESPN.com. Let me, uh, let me look. You're telling me that Georgia's a 20-point favorite? Woo! You know what America's going to do if they lose big in this game, don't you? They're gonna, there's going to be some grave dancing. They're gonna be. There's gonna be some grave dancing. There's gonna be Florida State. Shut your bum asses up. <laughs> yes. Wow. Twenty. Uh, yeah. Nineteen here. and a half. Twenty. Most places. I got it at twenty. Whew. They must have had half the team leave. M- maybe. 
that is astonishing that you would have a New Year's Day six bowl game because those are you have the four. Obviously, you have the two semifinals in the championship. Yes, but you have New Year's Day bowl games that are big yeah, too. Yeah, twelve and one Georgia and thirteen and zero Florida State, and there's a twenty point spread. Wow. If we had any Florida State fans in the audience, they would <laughs> certainly want to uh, re- respond to that. Mm-hmm. But since Florida State doesn't carry much national cash, no. you know. Although I would take them to the Big Twelve in a heartbeat. I think I I don't know if what Florida State is going to do if they're really gonna, if they're seriously going to leave the ACC. But do you think there's some members of the ACC that are kind of hoping that Florida State gets its ass kicked too to kind of put them in their place? Mm. Or they're just largely indifferent to it. I don't know. Florida State would invent. I mean, they would even essentially. They would already be the biggest brand in, in in the Big 12, right? Absolutely. Florida State, Arizona State on Big 12 Game of the Week? <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you really want to get out of the ACC that bad, that would just be running to somebody else just because. Yes, unless unless the Big 12. If you're... The only way I would leave the ACC is if, a, if another conference gave me either significantly more money or the Big 12 gave me a special deal that yeah. said, hey, we're going to give you more than the other members of the conference. Hell, if I'm Baylor, I would take Florida State in a heartbeat. Because you know what Florida State's going to do for me? They're going to get me to the, ter- the college football playoff, you would think in theory, every year. At least one of the teams. Which means I could share some of that money. It's all about money. It's all about what your members of your conference do to help you get a big fat check at the end of the year. No, man, it's about prestige and pageantry and student athletes doing the best for their schools. That's the Wasabi Fenway Bowls, which you're speaking of. (laughs) I think it's what it's called. How's that going, by the way? Is Pesky's poll in play, by the way? Uh, I don't know, but there's like these poor people that are playing for Boston College in the band. They're all, they have like these horrible uh, uh, rain suits on. It's depressing. Can you chuck the ball off the green monster and it's still in play? That would be cool. That's they like arena that. football. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. They should do that. You bounce it off the green monster. See, I'm ready for, you know what I'm ready for? You know, we're seeing these college bowl games being played outside in these baseball stadiums. We're seeing hockey games. Uh-huh. I'm ready for an NBA game to be played in January in I've Minneapolis. I've been saying that, well, okay, maybe not January in Minneapolis. But yeah, have a game at Rucker Park. And see, like the problem April. with that is you can't put any people in the building. That's you, have true. To literally, you have to literally tell the team or teams that you can't have a crowd. There are stands in, in Rucker Park, but just know, not that many. What would be 500 people? See, I think if you're going to do it, you have to do it in a warm weather venue that you can put 25,000 people in. Hmm. You put, you, tell me a Miami Heat game outside. With, could draw 25,000 with people. With chain nets and call your own fouls? I love it. Oh, see, now you're trying to reinvent the wheel. What do you mean? You can't do that. No. I'm talking about a real-life NBA game. Yeah, is it? but is it really an outdoor game if you can't get gravel stuck in your elbow? I want them to play real street ball. Well, how about shirts and skins? And some rabid dog shows up. Yeah, that'd be great. Ross, when I was younger and I was portly, uh-huh. I prayed to be a shirt. Yeah. I've been there, Maddie. Although I thought, I mean, at the time I thought I was, when I was like 14, I thought I was big and that, that I, I didn't know so it was coming later. I was a skin a couple of times <laughs> and I would take my shirt, pull and, it up and put it over my back of my head so my shoulders were not exposed, my shirts. Oh my God. But then the flag would fall everywhere. All right, I'm sorry. I'm not going to laugh. You should laugh. Mm, no. 
I'm sorry. I'm not, in, I'm not embarrassed by it anymore, but I was certainly as a kid. I'm sorry. That's why had, I was scarred as a child. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Too many games as a, as a skin. Yeah. All right. One fourteen is the time. Are you? All right, uh, do we have the Washington fight song ready for for Softy? No. Is it even any good? We're, uh, I guess we Connor, play. let's play it coming back out of the break. We'll use Softy's. Well, that'll be Softy's introduction. He's Wait, gonna have, it's called Bow Down to Washington. I actually like that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I've never heard it. Let's Ross. Let's you and I rate it when we come back. Okay. And we'll have Softy from KJR join us here on the Matt Thomas Show. One fourteen. It's all Washington Husky versus Texas Longhorn talk next. Houston's Sports Talk for lunch. Matt Thomas returns on Sports Talk 790. Now, see, we don't even have Softy here, so we're trying to chase him down. Oh, is an episode of Coach on? Uh, I'm sure there's great words to this. It's bow down to Washington, I think. I will say this about Washington, and Softy can give us a better answer to this. I think of all the cities in America that have large college institutions that have to compete with pro teams, I think Seattle has more UW fans than any other major city that has sports teams. Like, you know, Miami has also fight with the Dolphins. Yeah. Is there more Canes fans? I think that's a good one. I think there are clearly more Houston pro sports fans than our Houston Cougar fans. Well, of course, we've got a lot of colleges around our area. Too, yeah, and so. they've never really accomplished anything They've ever, done a lot. So, they've gone yeah. to Final Fours. They've I mean, won big bowl games. They're no gonna be championships. The big, like, they're going to be in the Final 12 next year. They dominated golf in the 60s. I mean, that's about it. I don't think that's really nice of you to say at all. I, I mean, he'd have to text ha- your guy. What's going on? I don't know what's going on. Uh, Connor's been calling him, and it, so we'll see what's going down here. We'll figure it out. Maybe he's having a lunchtime relations. You never know. You don't interrupt that. <laughs> he's having an afternoon delight. Well, I guess it's eleven a.m. in in Seattle. It's eleven twenty there. I mean, okay. tonight he shouldn't even be eating lunch at this point. So. No. Yeah, I, I really do believe. I, I, I will. We're gonna wait for something. I, I think he talks as much UW as he does other team sports in that town. Really. Which we don't I mean. We like to talk college because we like to smack talk each other, but we don't talk mm-hmm. a lot of per se game matchup stuff, right? And that's I guess they're dominated by one, and then here it's A and M, it's Texas, it's Texas Tech, it's U of H, it's whoever else. Bay- I mean, I mean, when Baylor was good, we talked a little bit about Baylor, and then they had a massive scandal. And- but like, for instance, the A and M Aggies played yesterday, right? Yes. I haven't heard a single call about the game on this radio station all day long. Well, you don't want to break it? Oh, your son didn't call you? No, he's just <laughs> belabor. He's just running around the house in a bad mood. <laughs> I said, son, you played an eight-point game. I mean, yeah. you, you lost your your third-string quarterback on the first play of the game last night. Did you smack talk him when your basketball teams played? No, because they made this ferocious comeback in the second half. We barely won. so. But it was a, power, it was a quad one win for yeah, us. Yeah, win's a win. Aggie basketball is good. Is it Buzz Williams? Is he still the coach over there? I don't know. I'm going to say yes. Why not? Sure, why not? Shelby Metcalf still running things over there in Aggieland? Who? That was a that was a coach in the 80s, early 80s. 
Tony Baroni, if you will. Tony Baroni. By the way, congratulations to the Boston College Eagles for knocking off SMU in the Fenway Bowl. Oh, wow. Huge. Huge win and for now the Boston Rutgers, College program. Miami in a bowl game. My God. Oh. There are too many bowl games if Rutgers is playing. Yeah, we've been saying this for, for decades. Everybody makes it into a bowl game. Except the university. Well, sorry well, about it. Most everybody. Bad. Just bad. So you gotta make you gotta make change. You can't make a bowl game. You gotta make changes. You get one year of not making it. You can't go and you gotta go to a decent bowl game like every three or four years. What is the name of this bowl game? I don't even let me look here. I don't even know if this is even a real bowl. It's the Pinstripe Bowl. Oh, it's at Yankee Stadium? Yeah, I uh no, so I wait. thought that was the Yan- yeah, yeah, maybe. it is Yankee yeah, you're right, Pinstripe. You're right. Yeah. you're right, you're right. And it says Yankee Stadium on there, so yeah, that's that's what it is. Good for them, I guess. Could you imagine being the University of Miami? You are sex of the Southeast. Excuse me? You heard me. <laughs> okay. And you have to go to New York to play a bowl game? What is that? That's a, like a d- double punishment. What's their record? Oh, they're 7-5. and five. Yeah, they, You know what? If you're 7-5, and five, you should be playing at Yankee Stadium. Congratulations to, to the Rutgers right. Scarlet Southeast Knights. says call him. His phone or his ringer was off, so call oh, him Oh, my now. God. Well, we got Roto coming up in four minutes. We're going to have to hurry uh, this along here. Yeah. Yeah, who who planned this show out? Me. I I thought radio host supposed to be on that one twenty. When you say one twenty, yeah, yeah, if there's one guy you feel like you can count on, it's a it's a fellow radio guy. Yeah. To like to like bring it on your show and then say yes, you know, radio guys got to stick together. And... Come on, Softy. All right, here he is, the one and only. I was saying to Softy to to the audience earlier today. You talk. How much Washington athletics do you talk as compared to the Seahawks? And uh, the Mariners, because you guys talk a lot of college sports in your town. Yes, uh, we our show talks more than most, uh, which is either a blessing or a curse. When you're zero and twelve, like we were in two thousand eight, uh, or you're getting destroyed by Oregon for twelve years in a row, it's kind of a curse. But this year, it's been a blessing. So, yeah, we talk a lot more Husky football than most uh, shows in Seattle do. So, either makes us really smart or really dumb. Likely the latter. All right, listen, you got. Uh, I saw that. Malaska Mail Airlines. We don't we don't give free plugs on the show. Added a bunch of new flights yeah. between Seattle and New Orleans. So, how many Husky fans are going to be at the Superdome next week? Yeah, first of all, uh, great to hear your voice, man. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that stuff. I mean, Same maybe because I was late, you couldn't do all the pleasantries and everything. But well, because I'm having, I've got a short segment here. Good, I'm trying man. to get more forward here. I'm trying to get no. I juice. get it. I get it. I mean, I. It's going to be 65-35, if not 70-30 Texas. I mean, look, guys, it's just geography, right? You can drive from New Orleans or to New Orleans from Austin if you really want to. What is it, six, seven hours away? Nobody's driving from here to Louisiana. Ain't going to happen. I mean, you know, flights are ridiculously expensive, or they were. I'm not sure how much Alaska or Delta are charging now, but they were pushing $2,000 round trip from Seattle. When the Sugar Bowl was announced, a lot of people thought UW was going to get to go to the Rose Bowl and had uh, tickets to L.A. already booked, and that didn't happen. Hell, Brett McMurphy tweeted after UW beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship that they were locked in for the Rose Bowl, and he was wrong about that. So, look, it's going to be a pro-Texas crowd. There's no question about it. But it was a pro-Texas crowd in the Alamo Dome a year ago, and they beat him in San Antonio. I mean, look, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's going to go the same way this time, but I just don't think the crowd and the mix of the crowd is really going to matter much when the game gets kicked off on, on Monday night at 545 our time. All right, I'm staying out of this. 
Ross, Softy, you what? guys talk to each other for like a minute and a half and give and make it halfway intelligent. Uh, okay, I'll see what I can do. Hey, Softy, it's Ross. I'm Matt's co-host. Hey, buddy. We don't normally talk when you get on the show. Um, what is the thing that you're uh, most concerned about? I'm glad you mentioned the Alamo Bowl because it was kind of a late comeback there. Quinn Ewers did throw for 370 yards, but they didn't get enough points yeah. uh, going in that one. But uh, is that the defense? Is that what you're keying on as far as the thing that – because I, I think that's what I'm worried about, of course, is the offense and the defense. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. H- how do you see as far as your concerns on the defensive side of the ball for the Washington yeah. Huskies. Well, first of all, now we know why you don't talk a lot because that's the best you got. I mean, holy moly, Matt's you want been to talk texting some tra- me all oh, week long. Yeah, get him something. Get him. Get him. Matt, okay. Matt's been texting me all week long saying, hey, I got to get my boy on the air. He's a big Texas fan. He wants to talk a bunch of smack and rub it in. And instead, you're asking me how the game's going to go? Okay. Who gives oh, okay. a damn what on. I think about how the game's going to go? Let me tell you something, man. Nobody cares how I think the game's going to go, and nobody cares how you think the game's going to go, and nobody really cares what Matt thinks about how the game's going to go. That's not why you and I are on the air talking. (laughs) You and I are on the air, and we're talking about Steve Sarkeesian versus Kalen DeBoer. We had Sark when he was in diapers at Washington. We potty trained him to become a man, and now you got him in Austin. We'll see if the young buck has what it takes, man, in the moment. When the spotlight is the brightest to get the job done and not wither and shrink to the size of a raisin on national TV on Monday night. Yeah, well, this ain't the Alamo Bowl, okay? What? What is this? Isn't your <laughs> the conference that you won is so good? They're literally disbanding. Like they're they're breaking up. That's how crappy that conference is. And Steve Sarkeesian, yeah, you drove him to drink over there in Seattle. He's sober now, baby. He's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, listen, the way the, 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 the Pac-12 breaking up has nothing to do with anything. You know as well as I, that's a ridiculous take, and Matt probably fed you that stupid line, and I don't blame you for using it, okay? But it's they're insane. dissolving. USC, they're literally dissolving. They're dissolving because the teams that are playing in this conference deserve better than the crap sandwich the Pac-12 has provided for the last 12 years. Oregon, Washington, Utah, Oregon State. Hell, even USC at times deserve better than what the Pac-12 has given them. And we're going to see what happens on New Year's Day. I mean, look, you can sit here and you can throw it in my face all you want about the Pac-12 dissolving. What do you think Texas is doing? They're leaving the Big 12, for God's sakes. This is an SEC Big Ten battle on New Year's Day, boy. That's what it's all about. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm not that scared. Like you said, it's going to be it's going to be 70% Longhorns in there. And I, I think Earl yeah, Campbell yeah. today could run for 75 and a touch against that defense over there with the Huskies. Well, well yeah, then, you, then you're not watching Husky football whatsoever. You're, uh, you're not paying attention. You guys are on a 10 o'clock if you're not, in most of the time zone. Yeah, the think, country's not watching. Early. Nobody's watching. You're right. I mean, Nobody's watching. Let me ask football. you a question. Listen, I, I know you have to go to bed early to wake up and work the farm and tend to the cows and take care of the chickens. I know you guys have to get up early at the crack of dawn. The rooster is waking their ass up at 4 o'clock in the morning, so I don't blame you for staying up until 8.30 at night to watch the Huskies play football. Yeah, but if you we're, think we're not at night watch at the autonomous zone, so we're not. No, we get up if early. You think, if you think, it's a big word, autonomous, and I just looked it up. If you think that Washington is going to have a hard time stopping the running game for the Longhorns, then either A, you're being willfully naive, or B, you're just not paying attention and you're ignorant. Because Washington shut down Bucky Irving and Jordan James in the Pac-12 championship, and I guarantee you Bucky Irving is better than anything Texas has on their roster right now. 
without Brooks playing. Look, I'm not saying UW's going to win this game. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to be shocked if Texas wins the game. Hell, they're a favorite, for God's sakes. They almost should win the game on Monday night. But before you start popping off and start running your pie hole on radio, you might want to watch a little bit of Washington football and educate yourself a little bit on what these guys are all about because that ain't it. Well, there's no backup quarterbacks, okay? You don't have people opting out in this one like they did in the Alamo Bowl, so you no. just be ready. Yeah, Mike, Michael, Penix, yeah. Michael Penix is going to be runner-up in this game like he was in the Heisman race. Well, that's the best you got. That's the best you got. Michael Penix, who led the nation in passing yards. Michael Penix, who went to the Heisman Trophy ceremony with all of his teammates and coaches on the inside of his jacket versus Jaden Daniels, who had a picture of himself doing the friggin' Heisman pose inside his coat. That's the selfish bastard that just won the Heisman Trophy, by the way, versus the best leader in college football in Michael Penix. And, yeah, you're right. Uh, Texas is not going to have guys quitting before the game the way B. John Robinson did a year ago. So maybe you'll have a chance to win this one versus last year. Yeah, he did, he did you all a favor. He didn't want to go for 250 and three touchdowns against the Washington <laughs> Huskies. He, you, you should be thanking him for opting out of that game last year. But that's, it's Guys, i got to be now. honest with you. This is like the ninth interview I've done today talking about this Sugar Bowl, and I am freaking tired. I am ready for Monday well, night at 545 local good. time to get this thing going. We're going to leave you alone. Are you coming to Houston if you win? Yes, tell me you are. Absolutely. I'm staying at, I'm staying at Matt's house. i got his address. I'll be there. I'm bringing the Cousin Eddie RV and parking it right in your freaking driveway. All right, that's it. Softy is coming to Houston, baby, I think. Hey, uh, go get some rest. Thank you, friend. Have a happy holidays. Happy New Year, and good luck against Portland State in the non-conference schedule next year. Boys, uh, awesome stuff. Uh, Good little shot there at the end by you, Matt. Good luck to the Rockets. Uh, Ross, good stuff. And, Ross, if you ever have a hankering to work for a real talk radio show, give me a buzz. I got you taken care of. Oh, my God. He is the worst. That's Softy. K-J-R. Seattle! Poor Roto's like, where? It was my turn to come on. Roto's next. 132 Sports Talk 790. Waiver claims have to be made. And I've got trade proposals for lying my my first round pick turned out to be a big flop. I don't know which wide receiver I need to drop. Ooh, Dr. Roto, give me the news. I really don't know what I should do. My quarterback keeps getting sacked. I've got a Dr. Roto, it's our season finale. Sorry we're a little bit late, but we had some Washington Husky Texas Longhorn smack talk that went over. How are things, my friend? Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you and yours, MT. Mrs. Roto got to hear the theme song for the first time, I think, ever. So uh, she was excited. Does uh, Mrs. Roto know that you told me to play the wrong quarterback a couple weeks ago? Uh, She does not know that. Uh, Fantasy football is a cruel game. I I think Sam Howell is like... It's awesome, and then all of a sudden he stinks, and now they're benching him for Jacoby Brissett. I mean, it's sometimes, here's what I'll tell you, the best team doesn't always win the fantasy championship, and that's what's so painful about our hobby and sport. That is exactly right. That's why we love you, because you give us lots of great results, and and at the end of the day, it's about human beings doing their thing, and you you have helped me way more in my life 
and I always appreciate your solid advice. With that being said, we have some Texans football fans that want to know, if C.J. Stroud gets cleared Sunday against the Titans, would you play him as your starting quarterback? I would, and I hope he gets cleared. I mean, I'm tired of Case Keenum already. It's been two games too many. I know he played well in the first one, but I really want Stroud back. The team needs him. They're hanging on there for a playoff berth, and without him, I'm not sure they get there. So, you know, if he plays, I think it changes the fortunes of their entire passing game. It raises their opportunity to win, and I think this game could even shoot out. I like Aconquo. I like Henry. I like Hopkins. I like Nico Collins and Singletary. So I think Stroud's ability to play hangs in the balance of a really good fantasy game here. All right. What about teams that are long out of it? Uh, A Tennessee, a Carolina, the Denver quarterback change. Let's go to about five or six players on non-contending teams that absolutely in your mind should play this week. Well, look, you got to be careful. So, for example, let's use the chart of Denver, right? So... Does Cortland Sutton play? Maybe, maybe not. If he doesn't play, all of a sudden Marvin Mims becomes interesting, and you're saying to yourself, who's Marvin Mims? Well, I mean, he played at Oklahoma. He's got talent, and now is Sean Payton going to want to take a look? So you got to be very careful. What about Javante Williams? Are they going to give him the football? So a lot of teams have issues. Austin Eckler, do you play Eckler or not? Hopkins or even Derrick Henry, maybe they play more Spears. So when teams are out of it, it raises a lot of fantasy questions, which is why teams should never have leagues that go to Week 18. Because in Week 18, you're never going to get starters right. to play. And here, yeah. you're barely hanging on. So it sounds like to me, because you have not rolled off a name that you said absolutely must go, it sounds like to me that maybe we should, towards the back third of the season, especially if we're in the playoffs, avoid playing players, even though they've been good for us that are on lousy teams because we're just not sure of their availability or how how many snaps they're going to take. Well, you know, it's funny. If we did that, we would have benched George Pickens last week, and George Pickens was a game-changer, right? So, and, I mean, Amari Cooper's been good, but he hasn't been that good. So, and that's the problem. In the fantasy playoffs, you play over three weeks. If one guy has picked it or Kua did or Cooper does, it advances you to the next round. So, what I tell you is have guys on good teams because good teams will keep playing. And if guys are playing, that's the best chance to put up fantasy points. All right, so let's go to a couple of those matchups. Jaguars, we don't know about Trevor Lawrence, against the Panthers. Regardless of who is signal calling for the Panthers, they're on a losing streak. How many skill position players are we playing from that game? I think you're playing Shuba Hubbard. You're playing DJ Chark in the revenge game there. Maybe you're playing Jonathan Mingo because Jacksonville secondary stinks. I think you're playing Travis Etienne for sure. You're playing Calvin Ridley for sure. Evan Engram, I don't love the matchup, but I do like the opportunity. But I do think Etienne probably finds the end zone this week and is a really good start. Two sluggish teams that are still considered Super Bowl contenders. Could you say that both the Eagles need a dominant win against the Cardinals, feel better about themselves, and the same thing about the Chiefs hosting the Bengals this Sunday? Yeah, for sure. I think the Eagles just need to get in sync. They were playing well against the Giants, and then all of a sudden the Giants came back there at the end, and it got too dicey. I love Jalen Hurts. I love DeAndre Swift this week. I think this is an A.J. Brown week for me. So I like the Eagles to play well. The Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is in a a terrific spot. Clyde Edwards-Elair, I don't think Pacheco plays with the concussion. They have to be very careful with him. 
And I will mention a player as my lock of the week coming up in the next part of the segment, MT. He's my guy this week. I'm going all in on him. All right. Has the NFL fantasy world jumped on every Ram player since the Rams are putting up some big points the last month or so? Look, Kyron Williams is sensational, and he gets 20 touches a week, so you play him. The Giants play a ton of man coverage, which means Cooper Cup is going to go off and score. So Nakua was fabulous last week. I don't expect the same result against the Giants. This has Cooper Cup written all over it. I think he goes for 100 yards and a touchdown. Matthew Stafford probably about 260 and two. But Kyron Williams may be the best waiver wire pick of the season. All right, two games of the week I want to get a quick thought on. Lions-Cowboys on Saturday, and then Sunday the Dolphins play at Baltimore. Yeah, you're talking about two great games. So, look, the Lions-Cowboys, I don't see how these teams stop each other because both their secondaries are are weak. So I think Jared Goff is going to have a great game. I do. I think Amal Ross St. Brown is going to be terrific. Sam Laporta did nothing last week. I think he has a good game. Jameer Gibbs has been everything we thought he'd be. He was a disappointment at the beginning of the season. He's not now. For Dallas, just etch C.D. Lamb into every single lineup. I don't like Tony Pollard. You can't run on Detroit, but you can throw on Detroit. I think Cooks plays well. I think Jake Ferguson plays well. So you want to get your Dallas stacks in this week for sure. Baltimore and, and Miami... I, this game could shoot out. It really could. They had a very high-scoring game last season. I think this comes into, can can the Miami Dolphins offensive line protect Tua? If they can, if he's under siege, there's some issues. But, look, you're playing Tua. You are playing uh, Tyree Kill for sure. I think Chan does better than he did last week. And I think on the other side, take a look at Lamar. Lamar's fighting to be an MVP. You know he's going to play well against the Dolphins. I think Isaiah likely is in a great spot. Gus Edwards, I think, can score. And don't take a look at uh, Beckham. Beckham always shows up in these big games. He lives for these big games. I think he gets about 60 yards and a touchdown. All right, we're going to come back. Ross is playing for the championship. We'll get him his obligatory question in for him and your phone call, 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. More with Roto next. This is Sports Talk 790. This is Craig Ackerman. The Rockets are certainly popping the polypropylene. I know Matt Thomas all too well. Hey, by the way, this is my new catchphrase. Nothing but nylon. It's our season finale of Dr. Roto. Here on the Matt Thomas Show, Sports Talk 790. All right, Ross, you are playing for the championship. You get one question, one question only. What can Dr. Roto do for you? Uh, I, I think my lineup's pretty set, so I think we're good. Wow. I mean, unless I'm playing Zamir White over Ty Chandler, which I don't think I am. Wow. All right. Dr. Roto? That's it? That's, that's all I get from Ross? That's that it? a question? Hey, I'm no. A, I'm already set, baby. Kyron Williams, Joe Mixon, Justin Jefferson, Amon Ra, Laporta. We're good. Brown's defense. Dude, if Samir White starts, you start him. The over, guy's a beast. Did oh, you see him? Yeah. Oh. Over Ty Chandler? Oh, yeah. Over Ty Chandler, okay. sure. If, if, if he starts and if, if Josh Jacobs is out, I mean, Samir White, we've been waiting for this guy. He played at University of Georgia with James Cook. And he's a you just you can't stop him. And I love how the Raiders are playing. They're committing to the run and not letting O'Connell pass that much. So you should be getting at least twenty-two touches of the football. I'm all in on him. 
All there right. It is. Thank you. The voice of Roto, the gospel of fantasy football. Queso, what's your chili can question for Dr. Roto, please? Um, all right, so I got Najee Harris in the flex. Damn, my apps. Um, and I'm thinking about either putting, I'm sorry, Roto, um, Adam Thielen, Kyle Pitts, or um, who you just talked about, Zemir White. Thank you. Yeah, so I'll go back to that case. So I, I like Zamir White if if he's starting and Jacobs is out, I'm in. I'm okay with uh, Najee Harris. I am. Seattle's a run funnel. They make you run. They don't want you passing against them. Najee's been respectable. Mason Rudolph looked good last week. I'm not against it. I'm not trusting Adam Thielen at all this week. And Kyle Pitts, uh, maybe, but I, I don't trust him against Chicago on the road. No, No thanks. All right, let's go to Evan for Dr. Roto on 790. Hi, Evan. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Um, I got a pretty uh, tough question here. I got Brock Purdy or Mahomes. Who do I play this week? Mahomes, I plugged in and got me to the championship. So I'm kind of uh, torn between this one. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I like Patrick or Mahomes a ton. But the, di- the thing is this. The 49ers are going to crush the Commanders this week. They're going to crush them. After last week's debacle, there's no way that team is not putting up over 30 points. So then the question is, is McCaffrey going to get one, two, or three touchdowns? If he gets one touchdown, then Brock Purdy's throwing for three. If he gets three touchdowns, then Brock Purdy's throwing for one. So that's where the question lies for me. The Chiefs have not played great football all season long. I think they play well this week. I think Mahomes throws for two. I'm going to, if, if I'm clicking the button there, I'm clicking Purdy. Got an email in. If CJ does play, do you start Stroud or Lamar Jackson against the Dolphins? Wow. I mean, look, I know where you guys live. I know that Houston loves Stroud. I love Stroud. But am I benching Lamar Jackson against Miami? You know where Lamar Jackson's from? He's from South Florida. He loves playing against the Dolphins. I think this is Lamar Jackson week. All right. Let's go to Joe and Webster for Dr. Roto. Hi, Joe. How you doing, man? How you doing, Roto? How you doing, Ross? Hey, uh, I got uh, two quarterbacks, Jordan Love or Geno Smith. Now I hang up and listen. All right. Thank you, Joe. MT, I didn't hear him. I apologize. What did he say? Uh, Geno Smith or uh, Jordan Love? That's a really good question. So Jordan Love is playing pretty well. They're opening up their offense a little bit, but they've got a lot of receivers who are injured. But I like having that Sunday night game. I think Kenneth Walker is going to run for at least a touchdown this week. I, I, Seattle plays to the level of its opponent. If the Steelers don't score, Seattle won't score. So I think I'm going Jordan Love there. All right, let's go to uh, Gio on 790 for Dr. Roto. Hi, Gio. Hey, guys. So, uh, Roto, I have Tony Pollard and Saquon Barkley uh, in my championship game, but I'm not feeling too confident about their matchups. Should I go with Najee Harris and Gus Edwards instead? I think I keep – I mean, I'm playing Saquon for sure. I I think the Giants will do well, especially with Tyrod Taylor. He looked pretty good in that second half, so Saquon's in my lineup. I get the whole Pollard thing. And I, I, it's hard to play him because Detroit is really good at stopping the run. But if you're telling me, Gio, if this is my fantasy championship, do I trust Najee Harris to win it for me? I want the Dallas Cowboys because I think that game is going to be like 38-31, and maybe I get something from Pollard in it. That's who I'm going to start. All right, let's go to uh, Matty B on the Matt Thomas Show for Dr. Roto. Matty B, what's a good word? 
Hey, Roto, two quick ones for you. First one, I need a quarterback out of Baker, Kyler, or Stafford. Secondly, wide receiver George Pickens or Jaden Reed. All right, I missed, I'm playing. I'm going to play Pickens because Reed may be out. If Reed plays, I do like him more, but you're going to have to wait till the last second on that. MT, I heard Stafford, and I missed the first quarterback there. Matty, can you repeat it? Yeah, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Matt Stafford. Oh, good question there. So Kyler Murray's in a really good spot, and I'll tell you why. He's playing at the Eagles, right? And you know the Eagles don't play really good pass defense. And the Eagles are going to put up about 34 points. So I think Murray is going to try to keep pace. I like Matt Stafford a lot, but I think Kyron Williams scores at least one touchdown, maybe two, and they don't throw a lot when they get into the red zone. So Kyler Murray may be more of a DFS play than a seasonal play, but I like him this week. I think he's interesting. All right, let's go next to uh, Greg in Livingston. Greg, your question for Dr. Roto. Yeah, real quick, um, Shahid or maybe Noah Brown, and what if the and or and um, Brown and Lawrence at quarterback? I had no idea what to do there. Yeah, I think you have to wait to the last second with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the guy doesn't like missing games, and you know, so let's see if he's playing. I think you have to play him as they're going for a playoff spot. Shahid is one of my favorite guys because he's so under the radar, and when he hits, he hits for a big play. It's like three catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. And if you're in a PPR league, you're looking at 16 points. Now, if he does nothing, he gets you three points because he only makes one catch. But I like boomer bust plays like that because when guys hit, they win leagues. And we don't want to play tight in our championship game. We want to go for it. All right, thank you for that. Let's go last one to David in Vegas for Dr. Roto. Hi, David. Hey, um, I asked this question last year, and you were receptive to it, so I hope you still are. Do you have an anti-lock of the week, somebody that there are a lot of expectations for, that a lot of people going to be starting, that you think is likely to underachieve? Wow, you're making me use my brain in a different way there. Um, I would say be very careful on your Broncos be careful. Now that they're going with Jared Stidham, I don't think they're playing a win here. So if you have Cortland Sutton, you have Jerry Judy, you have Javante Williams, use them really gingerly because they could blow up and do nothing, maybe play a couple of plays, and then all of a sudden Sean Payton wants to see the rest of the team so he can improve his draft pick. Be careful with your Broncos. Ladies and gentlemen, for the final time this year, in a very important championship game Sunday, and Saturday for that matter, we asked Dr. Roto to give us the number one option for fantasy football owners. We present to you Dr. Roto's lock for the championship. MT, the last time we saw this guy, his coach was yelling at him. He was throwing his helmet, and his girlfriend wasn't happy in the stands. Travis Kelsey has the best matchup of the week. Cincinnati lets up the most yards, the most yards per target, the biggest catch percentage against tight ends, and Travis Kelsey is scoring a touchdown. You can lock that in, MT. That, my friends, Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Travis Swift, is this week's lock of the week. Roto, people are going to be calling the emergency room between now and Sunday. Help them. Where can they find you? You can always find me at drrodo.com. You can find me at SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio from 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on Saturday. 
And you can always tweet me at D-R-R-O-T-O. MT, happy and a healthy new year to you and yours and to you, Ross. All right. Thank you very much, good doctor. Safe travels wherever you may be going. That's the one and only Dr. Roto here on Sports Talk 790. And, Ross, he wished you the very best. Thank you, Dr. Roto. I'm wishing you the best, too. Pancakes for Roto, too, when he comes to Houston, if he ever does come so. We'll By see. the way, those of you playing at home, Rutgers with a 7 nothing lead over Miami in the uh, Yankee Stadium Bowl. How about that? No opinion? Oh, fantastic. Uh, well, you said those of you. I didn't know if you were talking to me. Well, I don't know. Maybe you got a, maybe you got a wager on it. Uh, All right. How many, uh, I'm gonna, we're going to go ahead and do this on air. How many questions do you want, by the way, for best of believe About it or not? 10 or 12? What do you think? What do you want to do? Yeah. We used to do way 15. back in the day 15, but yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I'll have to narrow it down. We'll whittle the list down. All right. But, uh, next hour. Here's what we got. Whittle. D of the, D, uh, whittle. Like Cool Whip. Uh, D of the year now, uh, announcement 20 minutes from now. 30 minutes from now. I just don't get it. And the best, of believe it or not. Final hour. Matt Thomas show next. Hi there. Yeah. I'm on my way. I'm making This is the Matt Thomas show. Rossi, you know who's coming on this radio station in 55 short minutes? No, I don't. Is the A-team? Yeah, the A-team. But one of the A-team is actually taking a day off and not going to Texans practice. Oh, good. Are you sure he's not there? Well, he hasn't uh, posted any videos from there. Oh, okay. So maybe he is actually, maybe Robin said, look, (laughs) Maybe he is in divorce court. Maybe Maybe he's tied up and gagged or something. You never know these things. Well, if he's into that thing. I mean, teach his own. Uh, Jeff Blum is filling in today, and we'll be co-host the show with Adam Clanton from three wow. till six. Key off Bloom, great. So he's got Jeff Blum coming in today. I have Ryan Hollins in for you tomorrow. Wow. So we're kind of opening up things a little bit here. It'll on the be Julia Morales on Monday, I believe, and then Calvin Murphy on Tuesday, and Vanessa Richardson on Wednesday. Yes, and uh, all sorts of things here. So. You just take your take that take that well deserved time off there, Rossi. Yeah, we're, we're going to miss you. I got to work on my day off. We'll be doing the Rockets game at night. Are you going to call in from New Orleans at all, or no? Do you want me to? I mean, I, here's what I'm, I'm going to call. I'm oh, not going to schedule anything. I'm going to be hungover AF. Yeah, but can't. But if you win, we have to get you on. There's no show on the first, right? No show on the first, but the second, just for like five minutes. Ugh. All right, we'll see. Like 2 o'clock. If they lose, I'm really not going to want to call. No, no, no. If they lose, I'm not pouring salt in your wine. Okay, thank you. Uh, but Softy could be coming to Houston if Washington wins. You know this, right? Uh, yeah, let's keep him out of Houston. Although he did offer me a job, though. I'm going to have to hit him up about that. KGR, great radio station up there. Wonderful. Yeah. Same facilities we have, though. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, it's a yeah. high heart? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, broken mic arms, stuff like that. Correct. Web, web-based phone system, yeah. Yeah, built for Great. podcasting and not for radio stations. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> they, they're live 6 to 6 or what? Uh, I don't know. They were the home of the Supersonic. I got to know KGR back when they were the home of the Supersonic. So I've been okay, yeah. How do you even know Softy? Is that how you know them? Yeah, through them. Uh, they used, <laughs> there used to be a morning guy there in Seattle at KJR. That I used to go on their show all the time when the Rockets and Sonics were playing the playoffs, which was like semi-regular when I was a young sportscaster. And then he went to a massage parlor and um, had some things done. Had some things done? We got a massage? Yes. Oh, okay. And other things. Hmm. 
and he got arrested, and so that kind of ended his career. Hmm. That's a shame. That's one. That's probably one. Okay, what you got? C.J. Stroud is speaking to the media, which means that indicates he is out of concussion protocol. You want to put two on that? Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, a we thought he was going to get. We what? thought he was going to happen. But is saying, is saying something. Yeah, yeah for, for him sure. to speak means he is out of concussion protocol. I believe yeah. players who are in protocol cannot speak to the media. That is correct. That's excellent news. Let me ask you this. If the Texans win, now we know if they lose, it's going to put them in a messy tiebreaker situation. But if they win, I guess it depends on what Jacksonville does with Carolina this week. Let's go Panthers. Because if Carolina doesn't win this division, it's a massive meltdown by, I'm not Carolina. If Jacksonville doesn't win the division, it's a massive meltdown by the Jaguars. They hold every tiebreaker in the division. They dominated the Texans in the performance here at at, uh, NRG a couple weeks back. They, on paper, have the best football team. Now, granted, they've struggled as of late. They've turned the ball over. They've had lots of penalties. And Trevor Lawrence keeps getting beaten to a pulp every week. I would say, I don't want to say this because I don't don't even know the math on this. If the Texans win this week, they're better than 50-50 to make the wall card, even if they lose the Colts, it feels like to me. Uh, I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh's going to Seattle and beating the and beating the Seahawks there at nine and eight. Uh, I mean, you still have to worry. Uh, okay, the Browns are probably in. the The Bills already have nine wins. And they're playing New England this week. Forget what I said. Yeah, they're going to have to go if they want to yeah, go to the I, I wild so, card. Yeah. You got to win both games, mm-hmm. and it's very possible. Absolutely possible. They should win this weekend. Okay, so let's do this. Crystal ball, because this is our last show. You and I are working together. Yes. Two games left. For the year. For the year. Option A. Yes. They win both. Option B. Win both. Lose both. Option C. Beat Titans. Lose the Colts. Option D. Lose the Colt. Lose the Titans. <laughs> beat the Colts. Uh, whatever the one you said. Whatever option was winning both. Makes I think so. they're going to win both. I, I do. CJ Stroud's back. Confidence level. Through the roof. Now, my predictions this year have gone, I think I'm 3 and 13. (laughs) 3 and 12. (laughs) Okay. I got the Cleveland Brown one last week. Yeah. I got the um, Cleveland game right. I mean, the uh, Baltimore game right. Mm -hmm. I think I got one more right somewhere in the mix. (laughs) But I'm 3 and 12. Okay. I will go on the record. (laughs) Excuse me. As saying. You're getting choked up, man. I am getting choked up. They beat the Titans. And lose the Colts. Okay. Come on, man. Remember, I'm not a fan. Gardner so Minshew, you don't have is... to be a fan. Honestly, do who do you... Mm, what do you think would be the line in that game? Colts minus like I one and a half Colts or two? I think Colts have a chance to win the playoff yeah. spot on their home field in week 17. 18, yeah. 18, excuse me. Game 17. I think the vibe just really pushes Indianapolis. Okay, we'll see. Now remember, I'm three and twelve this year. <laughs> That's true. So, so we should all feel whatever good. Whatever is less than a grain of salt, you take my picks. Oh, okay, I got it. But in my defense, I don't have a dog in the fight because I'm not a fan. You are a fan. You're battle red raw. So you you are you are be- you are predicting things with your heart and not with your mind. That's not true, Matt. Like you can be a fan of a team and still be objective. 
Not possible in this town. Uh, okay. Have you met the fanboys on Twitter? I have. Well, there there are some people who are like that, and and I choose not to be that. Well, I'm proud about it. I've taught you something in all these years of working together. Uh, I've been an objective fan since before I knew you. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So I'm going. That's my on record. They, okay. But I'm not saying they're not making the playoffs because okay. things could be really wacky the final week of the season. I don't think they'd make the playoffs if they go one and one. Uh, especially if they lose the Colts game. Ah, hell, I don't know. These they get so many different times. Yeah, we'll I mean, figure Buff- it out. Buffalo to me, I when Buff- when people were ready to bury Buffalo, I wasn't ready to buff- bury them yet. The Dallas win for them did a lot of help. Did them a lot of good. Um, I'm trying to think who anybody else in terms of standings that I think is fraudulent. I think we say goodbye to the Pittsburgh Steelers after this week. I think they're fraud. I've been calling them frauds for six would, weeks, so I hope they, they don't make it. it. I think Cincinnati loses to Kansas City. I think Tra- I think the Dr. Roto's pick of Travis Kelsey is a huge one. That puts them an 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Las Vegas. See, now if they win, that puts them an 8-8. Eight and eight. And would put them with the Colts at eight and eight. See, this this what's the big old jumbled man? I don't know. I don't know who to root for in that Colts t- uh, uh, Raiders game because now you're getting the you're, now you're getting the Raiders involved in a potential wild card. Their conference record is five and five. The Texans are five and five in the conference. What a mess. Denver is out, I can tell you that. They're, when you go to Jared Sinem, you're done. <laughs> um, Cincinnati is going to it's going to lose badly to Kansas City. Kansas City's got to get right. They really do. Yeah, they. Phew, what's going on with them? <laughs> you can't lose two, two straight home games. 14 points against the Raiders? I mean, the Raiders' defense has been playing better. Is there better, such thing still. As, a, as, a, as a Taylor Swift curse, by the way? No. Stop. Stop don't I don't go. I, I think it was who, who was it? Michael Irvin and somebody else talking about how it's a distraction for the team, and that's why they're losing. Well, it's only a distraction for one person. Exactly. Is, is, it, is, is, is he, it distracting Kadarius Tony? Is that why he's dropping all these passes? By the way, is he um, uh, is, is is he adhering to the JJ Watt rule? What is that? No sex during the season. Oh, I'm sure they're plowing. Really. Probably, right? I mean, he's a grown man. I would assume that he has needs. Yeah. It's been a frustrating season for them. They've lost too many games. They've lost more games this year than they've lost in a, in a long, long period of time. Okay. Maybe maybe sh- they should go celibate for a few weeks. Hmm. You think that would help out? I would be more aggressive, wouldn't you, if I wasn't having sex with Taylor <laughs> Swift? I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. All right, the D of the year will be announced next. Can't wait. 214, Sports Talk 790. Hey, it's Jeff Blum. Blum fact number 14. I was on the White Sox in 2005. (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that sweep, H-Town. But we're all good right now, right? World Series champion! Back to your lunchtime champion, Matt Thomas. Here at the Matt Thomas Show End of the Year Awards, here is Matt Thomas to announce 
D of the Year. Thank you, everybody. I said thank you, everybody. <laughs> Sound effects suck. Thank I'm you, only, everyone. I'm only one person. You want me to snap on my fingers? I mean, we could have had some, some sound effects put in. Well, that's fine. I mean, production value lacking here. There we go. Thank you, Ross. You're As a, a two-time winner of the award, Matt Thomas hey, announcing D of the Year. No, no. Thank you, Ross. You're no Jimmy Kimmel, but we can all try to be something. It's whatever. Good day. All right, here we go. The nominees for the D of the Year are the following. DirecTV slash Tegna for their dispute that allows Channel 11 to go dark when the Texans are on, except this week when they're on Channel 26, so suck it, Tegna, DirecTV. You are our D of the Year finalist. D of the Year. Next, Rangers General Manager Chris Young for underselling the big party the Rangers had after a playoff victory and throwing one of our good friends under the bus to his bosses at MLB, Chris Young. You are a D of the Year finalist. D of the Year. Amy Kronkstrunk. You witch that decided to put the Titans uniforms away and put the order uniforms on to the dismay of Houstonians that grew up loving, cherishing every moment, both good and bad, with the Houston owners. And, oh, by the way, sending a cease and desist letter to the University of Houston for wearing their powder blues one time, Columbia Blues. Amy, you are a D of the Year candidate finalist. D of the year. And next and last, but certainly not least, the two airlines that command more traffic in this town than anybody else, that's United and Southwest, for having two separate meltdowns over the course of the 2023 calendar year, causing major, major traffic hassles from coast to coast, border to border, sea to shining sea. United, Southwest, update your technology. You, my friends, are D of the year finalist. D of the year. And the winner of the 2023 D of the Year from the Tennessee Titans, owner Amy Adams Strunk. You, ma'am, are the D of the Year. D of the Year. Now, Ross, unfortunately, she's not here to accept her award. She did not respond to contact. She was invited. Didn't know who I was. Didn't know who the radio station was. And she was busy counting her millions off of Tennessee Oilers merchandise sales. Which I will never be purchasing again. It looks dirty to me now. You're done. Don't do it. (sighs) Thanks to all of you that voted. Participated. Mm -hmm. Embrace the big moment that was. The D of the year, 2000. D of the year. Our first, by the way, we are moving into a new form of voting. We had our first female vice president. We had our first female D of the year. Wow. That's beautiful. We're moving into the right direction in this country, Matt. Other D of the year winners would include a Jack Easterby. Hmm. Uh, didn't he get let go last year? No, I'm talking about in the pre-years past. Oh, okay. Winners. The other winners Sorry. include uh, Jack Easterby, uh, Commissioner of Baseball. Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred. He's probably won. I believe Cal McNair is a former winner. Probably. 
Who else has won D of the Year in the past? Uh, oh, uh, oh, Mike Fires. Mike Fires definitely D of the Year. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. By the way, we just added an award to this big ceremony, and I wanted to gain some steam in this town. The NFL Executive of the Year. All right, Hannah McNair. <laughs> you know, right. Let me have my time. Let's talk about why she wins. She put Cal in the corner and said, do what you were told. Yes. She got rid of, she got rid of Easterby. Got uh-huh. rid of Lovey. Uh-huh. Got the highest, most sought-after assistant coach this offseason in D'Amico Ryans. Mm-hmm. Forced Nick Casario to, to choose a quarterback. No matter what they tell you, I guarantee you that Hannah went in there and said, you will choose a quarterback. I don't care what you do. You want Will Anderson, that's nice and everything, but you're going to trade for another quarter, yeah. first-round pick, and you're going to grab, grab a quarterback. I don't care which one yeah. you get, but you're going to get one. And Nick Casario was probably just like, yeah, well, heretofore, because of positional positional advantages, and uh, we're looking at the board, and she goes, I don't care. Get a quarterback. She said, I am sick and tired of going to Neiman Marcus. <laughs> and getting laughed at. And getting laughed at when I pull up my black card, and they go, Hannah, how did you let your husband's franchise do this? She is now the matriarch of that organization. I know Janice is still with us. Yes. The NFL Executive of the Year. Congratulations, Hannah C. McNair. You know her sisters want to roll through in the organization. I can't speak for them. I've never met them. Don't, I, don't even, I haven't met Hannah. But what she's done this year has transformed a franchise that was down in the dumps to a team that is thriving. It gained a new fan this year in Battle Red Ross. Yes. It gained a lot more interest. Still no sellout crowds. Still really? Still late arriving crowds. Wait, they haven't announced a sellout all year? Well, they have, but there's okay. no way there's been close to sellout. Well, you can go get Maybe get this weekend. Uh, get, no. No, no, no. They're not selling out. I mean, they're going to show 72,000 seats, but there'll be plenty of seats available. You want to go to a game, you want to go to the Texas game for 25 bucks, just be patient. Okay. Hannah, thank you for your services this year. You are the NFL Executive of the Year. Oh, I'm a, I'm a little emotional now. I see that. Women have dominated our postseason awards. That's great. Ooh, yeah, a lot of seats available in the resale market. <laughs> you, you don't say. <laughs> They're not that cheap right now. Maybe wait wait till uh, wait till about eleven o'clock. Okay, so give me uh, real quick. Give me a thirty yard line seat in the upper deck. What's it going to cost me? Thirty yard line upper deck. Yeah, uh, one hundred twenty. That much, really? Hundred bucks, yeah. Wow. This is after fees, of course. What is it before fees? Uh, let me take the fees off. I don't. I never take the fees off because who cares? It's like they, they throw in these magical, stupid fees. Mm-hmm. Let me have to... I have to... Where's the button? I, I always show... I have to show prices with fees. Without fees, it says $80. With fees, it goes up to $120. And these fees are going to just made up, basically. There's right? made up fees. It's awful. Stupid. That, you know what? Yeah, secondary market websites, you're D of the year. You're D of the, the decade. D of the decade. We don't have that one. Leonard. No, did we do that in 2020? I don't think we so. We might have. We should have. It would have been a terrible idea. All right, uh, 713-212-5790. I just don't get it. For the final time of the 2023 calendar season, it is up next after I tell you about the great folks at Classic Elite 
Sugarland Classic Elite Highway 6, the GM Dealers of the Year, now 12 years in a row. Two dealerships, Sugarland location, Highway 98 and 59, the uh, Highway 6 location is at Beechnut. That location is open on Sundays. Great deals, awesome financing options, plenty of selection, and are you ready for this? Two years of free maintenance, lifetime of car washes, and a lifetime engine guarantee. That's what happens with that, all the other things I mentioned and the affordable pricing that you can get today from the GM Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row. That is saying something from Classic Elite Sugarland. Highway 98 and 59, Classic Elite Highway 6. That, again, is at Beach Hunt Highway 6, open on Sundays. Car shopping, great times to get rid of the 23s and let those 24s come in. Today, from Classic Elite Sugarland, Classic Elite Chevy in Highway 6. The Rockets have Red Nation. Matt has Maddie Nation. Things are going to start happening to me now. You made it. I'm somebody now. More Matt Thomas now. All right, for the final time in this 2023 calendar year, it's time for us to tell some stories, tell our life experiences, and whether or not we get it or not. It's called I Just Don't Get It. You guys can call in with a predicament in your life that you just are confused about and let Connor, Ross, and myself help you decide whether we just don't get it either or we totally get it. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. It's time for us to tell stories if you just don't get it. Connor, would you like to go first this week since you're headed out of town here in a matter of moments? Sure, yeah, I'll go first. So, okay. I'm obviously, like you said, going to the Cotton Bowl uh, yeah. tomorrow. Ross yeah. I'm, is going to the Sugar Bowl. Uh, so, we'll both be probably doing some beverage consuming. I mean, Matt, yeah, Rockets are playing at home. You're spending a lot more time at home with the family. You're probably doing some drinking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, But I really just don't get the phrase, liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, never been sicker. That just, I, that's never, I've heard it a lot. And that <laughs> philosophy has never, uh, isn't true for me. So mm. I, I don't understand if that's actually like scientifically, you know, that people follow that rule because it has actual effects. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't get that. This is the, to me, why the phrase works. It's anecdotal, of course. I'm sure there's no science to back it up. But if you're starting with beer and then you get a good buzz going and you're like, all right, it's liquor time. You kind of, you don't have, it's almost like going from third gear to sixth gear and you probably shouldn't be doing that. If you do it the other way around, you start mm -hmm. with a little liquor, you get a base layer, you get a little buzz and you're like, you know what? I need to pull the parachute. I need to slow down. So I'm going to sip on some beers. Then generally that's you slowing down. Unfortunately, if you start with liquor, beer, and then go to liquor, you're going downhill, and you're snowballing and avalanching towards Hangoverville. So that's to me, I think it is is it is pretty good advice. Okay, I mean, but even with like mixed drinks, though, like you could start with beer and move to like mixed yeah, drinks. Yeah, you don't have to go downhill. If you do all things in moderation, okay, like Aristotle said, you'll be fine. But the problem is. If, you, if you're starting to get a little buzz going, you're like, yeah, whatever, I'll have a couple more, and then you're doing shots, that's going to hurt you a lot more than I say, oh, I want one more, and I'm going to drink a beer. You know what I'm saying? All right, Matt, I give you a small example of my life. Okay. Two weeks ago, I was in Milwaukee. And what do people in Milwaukee do except get fat? Is drink beer and other alcoholic drinks. Yes. I started out with two PBRs after, at a bar after, the, after a game. Okay. 
I flipped two margaritas, and I had a good buzz, but I never got sick. Never thought about getting sick. So I'm going to say I totally get it. Beers first, then liquor will save you in the end if you're, if yeah. you're in the mood to get buzzed. At the end of the day, just all things in moderation and uh, always drink responsibly and plan for a safe ride home. Matt, by the way, again, if you're not getting this advice from a medical doctor, does it really mean anything? No, Who's it's to just say a what phrase. everybody's body is going to go with. And by the way, can I go with one more thing that's, and I just don't get, when they always say, you should hydrate before you go out drinking. Well, so yeah, you, you should, though. More? No, so you, you see, because <laughs> that's what a hangover is, it's dehydration, Matt. You know what you do to fix a, uh, a hangover is you eat fried food as you drink. See, oof. Uh, you're headed straight to Vomitville, then. I mean, get you get you like a 12-piece of fried cheese with some beers. Yeah. You'll be just fine. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You soak up the alcohol is what we would always soak say. Soak up the alcohol. I'm Even much though, bigger I, I don't think there's any science to alcohol. Yeah, there's no science to back that up either. No, there's sure. not. None of this is scientific. <laughs> so for no. those of you that say, hydrate before you drink, eh, blow it out you, you know what. I don't want to pee for six straight hours. I want to enjoy my beverages and have some fried cheese and marinara sauce. A little bit of uh, the uh, Parmesan sprinkles on top. Hmm. Okay. What you got, Ross? Uh, I'll, you know what? I'll just go with bowl season in general. Like, I understand they say that they're making money off of these. I understand that ESPN licensed these and puts them on TV and apparently gets millions of viewers. But I, I, I don't get it. How is Rad Roy Mowers getting their money's worth out of a bowl in the middle of the afternoon on a Thursday at Yankee yeah. Stadium? Yeah. That's half, not even half empty. It's like 80% empty. And yeah. it's on. And how does ESPN shell out these millions of dollars? How are they making their money back on these games? Who is watching these and getting their advertising dollars worth? I, I, I don't get it. The gamblers? I mean, even if, if I was, a, yeah, if I wasn't a corporate, I would only corporate sponsor game that was at night. Why want to put money behind a game that starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on December 20th? No thanks. Yeah, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't think Rad Roy Moore. And who is the other one? Uh, of the earlier bowl game? I can't even remember. Oh, uh, oh, oh wasabi. Uh, the wasabi bowl, yeah. I mean, I, mean I guess I could go for some sushi later tonight, but I, I just don't think I'm going to. Is the soy sauce bowl jealous <laughs> yeah, of this? Yeah, I think so. Now, there is the mayonnaise company that I've they told you. They get money's worth because people that, have made it a meme. Yes, and it is the best tasting mayonnaise out there. Now, if that, says one that company Thomas. wants to spend money with me, then I'll be happy to tell you what the name of the oh, mayonnaise okay. company is. You ain't got no damn free plugs on this show. I can tell you that for sure. But yeah, I don't get it. Good. That's good for you. Let's go to uh, Paul and Meyerland. Paul, we're here to help you. What don't you get, my friend? Paul? I hope everything's safe and healthy coming up. Thank you. Uh, now, what I don't get is why in the hell are liquor stores closed on Sunday in this great state of Texas? Not only does it make me have to go to my nearest watering hole and pay five times as much for a drink... But it takes 12% away of the annual income of your average liquor store owner. I just don't get it. Hmm. Uh, I like that, Paul. Yeah. I mean, we used to be the you know like the Bible Belt where it, things never were done on Sundays, but that thing has all changed. Yeah. That's yeah, I want some Chick-fil-A and I want some booze. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Y'all take care. See you later. Appreciate it. Okay. That's what we're here for. Yeah. I, I, that That's just, it's so archaic. No, I mean we need. You know we need, we need gambling. Yes, we need booze. Yes, we need cigarettes. Yes, and, and legalized hookers. 
Well, and you mean just we need to be New Orleans, or I guess Las Vegas or Nevada? Yeah, let's make Nevada's let's got make, it figured out. Yeah, Nevada's got is the perfect state. The real estate's low. <laughs> yes, they're uh, they don't have income tax. They don't. The weather is is uh, very uh, pleasant, it's predictable. Yeah, it is. One hundred and twenty degrees in the summertime. I like that. All right, Vince in Midtown. Vince, what don't you get? Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I was holding for somebody. I'm sorry. Oh, who are you holding for? Um, oh, geez. I'm, this is embarrassing. I won some tickets last night, and uh, I was expecting the email, and the guy told me to hold. So oh. I didn't get the oh, email. Okay. Well, I, don't just, get I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't get that. You don't get why you've got to call back. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't get it. Where are my tickets? I don't tickets? get it either, Vince. I got your back on this. Good for you. We'll take care of you, Vince. Thanks for playing, or whenever you played. Yeah, we. Uh, I think it's it. Right, we're we're pretty much satisfied. Yeah, I do agree with you on what you said the other day about the fireworks on Christmas Eve. That was I just don't get that it either. Was, it was aggravating. Yes, and my Very poor baby dogs, who I love more I'm than sorry, life Matt. itself, are going to have a miserable New Year's Eve because it's just now we're going to be home with rockets. Don't play on New Year's Eve, so I'll be actually be home with them the whole night. Yeah, like I said, on New Year's I get it. July Fourth I get it, but like Christmas Eve on a Sunday. And oh, Shut by the way, bum I don't, up. how about this, neighbors of mine? When you fi- pop these fireworks off, clean them up. Yes. The streets are a mess. Yeah. And depending on what what neighborhood you're in, you know, a lot of people heard gunfire, too. Well, we're not talking about Aldi. Come on now. Well, just saying. Yeah, that's true. All right, there it is. Bullets are too expensive. And in short supply, to be wasting them on for, for Christmas Eve. We flea had a Price is Right game of cost of bullets. I couldn't even tell you what a bullet cost. Hmm. Are they $25 a bullet? Nah, it's less than that, I think. $3? It depends, but there, I know there was a shortage for a while. Hmm. All right. The things you learn on the Matt Thomas Show. Appreciate that very much. Let's uh, play Believe It or Not next. It is the best of Believe It or Not. The very best that Ross put together over the last 12 calendar months that he could actually find on his computer. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. The very best, believe it or not, is up next. Here after I tell you about the very best spa in Houston, Texas. HoustonWoodhouseSpas.com. Take a look at their website. Check out their two locations. Find the one that's near you. Print a gift card right out the website. Go in there today. You know, I, I would schedule an appointment, to be honest with you. Be safe. And uh, leave yourself some room. Give yourself a uh, help them take care of you. Put some robe on, uh, some slippers on. Get a deep tissue massage. The hot rock massage. The hot rock massage is the absolute best. Plus, you can get a bourbon bubbler pedicure for you guys out there. There's also sleep treatments. There's facials. There's manicures. Everything for the ladies. Seventy different spa services. Nobody else can give you that kind of number like Woodhouse Spas can. Go to the website, HoustonWoodhouseSpas.com, print the gift card off. So if you still have not gotten a holiday gift for that special lady or you underperformed this year with Christmas presents, get to HoustonWoodhouseSpas.com and make it up to her by giving her the massage that she so desperately wants. HoustonWoodhouseSpas.com, HoustonWoodhouseSpas.com. Real quick, Ross, before we get to Believe It or Not, uh, Schmeid and Schmeierlines, uh, I'm going to follow them on Twitter. And it says, you only live once, but you can celebrate New Year's Eve twice. If you are on United Airlines, Ross, flight 200 from Guam to Honolulu, 
Okay. We would leave Guam at 7.35 in the morning. Mm-hmm. On December, on January the 1st, 2024. You would arrive in Honolulu at 6.50 p.m. on December the 31st, 2023. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. So you're going to get on the flight or what? No. First of all, I'd have to get to Guam first. Yeah, why don't you go hang out? I'm sure it's lovely. I've never been to Guam. You ever been to Guam? No. You had to think about it for a second? Yes. What's going on? What are you looking at something? Are you looking at your watch? No. You sound distant. You all right? Yes. Sorry. What now? What's happening? Sorry. Nothing. I was just asking you random questions, and you you were on a delay. I was talking about Guam. Yeah, more Guam talk. Sorry. Well, I was just curious. You're <laughs> no, been, I I said you, you're I've never been to Guam. Been to Guam no. Is it is it a is it a tourist destination? I think it has nice beaches. I think. But weren't, goes, there, weren't there like uh, didn't they do uh, nuclear tests out there or something too? If you were island hopping, you'd go U.S. to Hawaii, to Guam, to New Zealand, to Australia. I think is what you would do. Uh huh. Hell if I know. Well, well, you know what? We'll do the show from Guam in next year. We should we should do it some we should do it somewhere we've never. You been don't need before. a passport, right? It's a U.S. territory. Oh, I'm sure you need a passport of some sort. Like, do you need a passport in Puerto Rico? I don't think so. Okay, Mexico and Canada. Yeah, the Guam Puerto beaches look nice. You know what? Let's do the show from Guam. That's a, you know what? That's been our, that's our New Year's resolution next year. Okay. Let's you and I do the show somewhere we've never done the show before. Okay, we did a show from Vegas this year. Yep. Uh, we've done a show from Florida. We've done shows from Super Bowls. Um, let's try something different. Okay. Doesn't necessarily be a sporting event, but I mean, it'd be kind of cool if it was a sporting event. Mm-hmm. Where's the Super Bowl this year? Oh, it's in Vegas. Eh, I got a Rockets game, but you'll go if the Texans win or go to the Super Bowl. yeah. If the, te- if the Texans go, mm, yeah. You know, Battle Red Ross. I'm not. I'm not that deep in yet. You can well, buy you Super Bowl be. tickets. That's You're good. hosting a Super Bowl party at your house, Aren't right? they minimum like 6K or something? That's true. Five minutes left to go on the show. What would we do? Believe it or not. We should play America's fastest growing sports radio game show. We simply call it Believe It or Not. And here's how it works. You'll call 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Today's edition of Believe It or Not is brought to you by Boost Infinite and BoostInfinite.com. These are the best of 2023. I'll read you a statement. If the statement is completely and utterly accurate, you'll say this. Believe it. If the statement's erroneous, full of bunk, and up, you'll say this. Not. Two Believe It or Nots in a row win your prize. What is in the vault today, Connor? So we got a pair of tickets to see Joe Satriani and Steve Vai at 713 Music Hall on May 5th. And then we got two pairs of tickets to see the Houston Rockets take on the Detroit Pistons on January 1st. So those Philadelphia tickets went bye-bye? Yeah, we gave oh, some we gave away. one of those yesterday, did we not? Yes, yeah, we, we did, did, didn't we? Okay. You have a chance to maybe see the Rockets beat the Pistons for their 30th straight loss. But you first must believe it or not. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Kevin on 790. Kevin, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Ready to play the best Believe It or Not year. Let's go. All right, let's go. Gary Wright did not allow his 1975 hit Dream Weaver to appear in the Wayne's World movie until after a private screening where he found the film to be hilarious. Believe it or not? I believe it. No, I'm sorry. Thank you, though. Happy New Year. Ross made that up. Max on 790. Max, you ready to play Believe It or Not? <clears throat> yes. 
1987, Believe the Iron Sheik ruptured his Achilles about 30 seconds into a match against Hacksaw Jim Duggan at the Spectrum in Philadelphia. He both finished and went. They both finished, and he went on to win the match. Believe it or not, not that is not. Not. That's right. Statement number two for the win. Drake typically doesn't write down the lyrics to his songs. He plays them out in his head and then lays them down in the studio. Believe it or not. Believe it. No, he writes not. it down. I'm sorry. Thank you, though. K and Katie. K, you ready to play Believe It or Not? K or Ray? Believe it. How about Ray? Believe it. During the 2010s, Sinead O'Connor said that she enjoyed doing street performances anonymously in various parks and gathering places. Believe it or not? Nah. That's right. I think she basically hated people. Statement number two for the win. Bob Barker was sworn enemies with Betty White. The feud began over a disagreement over the treatment of an elephant in the Los Angeles Zoo. Believe it or not? Nah. That is actually true. They used to be on Match Game together as contestants. Texans Keith on 790, ready to play Believe It or Not. Believe it. In 1991, Babyface discovered the R&B group Escape when they were singing while he was shopping in the Lenox Square Mall in Atlanta. Believe it or not. Believe it. No, he never found it. I'm sorry. Wrong. It's good ones. JP on 790. JP, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Happy holidays, fellas. Yeah, let's do it. One of Raquel Welch's acting trademarks was kicking men in the groin. She did it in 15 separate films. Believe it or not. That, believe it. That's correct. Good luck, my friend. Here's your second statement for the victory. One of Pat Sajak's early jobs in media was reading newscasts for a Spanish radio station in Chicago, even though he didn't know a lick of Spanish. Believe it or not. Not. Oh, no, he did. This is frustrating. Greg on 790. Greg, you ready to play Believe It or Not? Believe it. Megan V. Stallion is a big fan of anime cartoons and is named Naruto and Attack on Titan as some of her favorites. Believe it or not. Believe it. That is correct. Statement number two for the win. Scooby-Doo's full name is Scoobert Doo. Believe it or not, Scoobert. Not. Believe it. Is. How do you not know Duh. that? Duh. Ross, we're about to hit our 12th and last question, yes. and we have no winners yet today. I could have put like 15 on here. Chris, you're the last chance. Are you ready to play Believe It or Not? Believe it. Taylor Swift has so many private jets that she has her own hangar at the Nashville International Airport. Believe it or not. Believe it. There you go. Congratulations. All right. Nice to Scoobert Dew is his real name. Modern Heart and Vascular is the website you can go to to schedule an appointment to get your check of your heart to make sure it's pumping properly. Whether it's working, it's very best. If you need an EKG, if you need a stress test, if you just want to check on your overall heart health, let Dr. Agawal and his team at Modern Heart and Vascular do it for you. The website, again, modernheartandvascular.com to get the peace of mind that you need, especially if you've got a history of heart disease in your family. Appointment look uh, Appointments are abundant right now, especially the month of January, with locations all around the Houston area. Trust me, I went there a couple of years ago. 
because I want to get ahead of the game, and you want to, too, before things really progress in a direction you don't want to. So please, 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 if you've not had your heart checked, especially in your 40s and your early 50s, go by and see Dr. Agarwal and his amazing team at Modern Heart and Vascular. Website, one more time, modernheartandvascular.com. Ross, we will talk to you, I think, on January the 2nd. Hopefully. Maybe. My final prediction was 47-40 Longhorns. You're going to be there for hours. Will you survive the game if it goes that long? I don't know. Can you stay sober for for more than like an hour? All right, let's tune it down. 33-40 to 40 Longhorns. 33-40. to 40. We put the low score in front of the higher score now. Is that what we're doing now? 40-33, to 33, whatever. And remember, Ross, make sure you hydrate. Oh, I'll Up be hydrating. Next, it's Blum. It's Clinton. It's the... BC team next. Gaga. It's the Gaga team next on Sports Talk 790.